listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I know way too many people here right now that I didn't know last year. Who the fuck are y'all? I swear it feels like the last few nights. We've been everywhere and back, but I just can't remember it all. What am I doing? What am I doing? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm doing me. I'm doing me. I'm living life right now, man. And this is what I'm going to do till it's over. Till it's over. Far from over. All right, bottles on me. Long as someone drink it. Never drop the ball. Fucking y'all thinking. Making sure the young money ship is never sinking. About to set it off in this bitch, Jada Pinkett. I shouldn't have drove. Tell me how I'm getting home. You too fine to be laying down in bed alone. I can teach you how to speak my language, Rosetta Stone. I swear this life is like the sweetest thing I've ever known. Black the gold thriller, Mike Jackson on these niggas. All I need is a fucking red jacket with some zippers. Super good Smitho, a package of the swishers. I did it overnight, it couldn't happen any quicker. Y'all know them, well fucking me either. We'll point the biggest skeptic out, I make them a believer. It wouldn't be the first time I done it. I know way too many people here right now that I didn't know last year. Who the fuck are y'all? I swear it feels like the last few nights. We've been everywhere and back, but I just can't remember it all. What am I doing? What am I doing? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm doing me. I'm doing me. I'm living life right now, man. And this is what I'm going to do till it's over. Till it's over. Far from over. Uh, one thing about music, when it hits you, feel no pain. And I swear I got this shit that make these bitches go insane. So they tell me that they love me. I know better than that. It's just game. It's just what comes with the fame. And I'm ready for that. I'm just saying. But I really can't complain. Everything is kosher. Two thumbs up. Eva and Roper. I really can't see the end getting any I see no changes. Wake up in the morning, I ask myself, is life worth living? Should I blast myself? I'm tired of being poor, and even worse, I'm black. My stomach hurts, so I'm looking for a purse to snatch. Cops give a damn about a Negro. Pull the trigger, kill a nigga, he's a hero. Give the crack to the kids, who the hell cares? One less hungry mouth on welfare. First ship them dope and let them deal to the brothers. Give them guns, step back, and watch them kill each other. Yo! Welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast, your host Rod and Karen. And uh we're live on a Thursday night. Yes, we are, sir. And uh we got a couple of very special guests in here. Um one man, the first person you heard, uh has been a while since he's been on the show, man. Um I, for a while I thought he was dead. He wasn't gonna podcast no more. I, I know, know, right? <laughs> I know what happened to the brother. You know, we're sending out search parties and stuff. But uh he got the podcast back on track. He's been uh putting them up um you know pretty regularly and uh you know it's always it's a excellently produced show um it is well done um you know it puts time and thought into it uh it's my man the dark hater aka mr gates uh Hello. from the haterasi uh radio show what's up man what's up man how you doing good to be back 
yeah man i'm glad i'm glad to get you back man and in full disclosure like we, we would have had him back earlier but there was some issues going on with between him and where's my 40 acres and i was like it literally i had just sent him a direct message like yo come on the show tonight then i saw like something going down on twitter i was like uh wait a minute not tonight hold up uh let's do it another day <laughs> like, i want no i want no problems people <laughs> but um yeah it's good that it's good to have you back man um uh, what you been up to man uh, you know, just uh, the dot com. We've you know really been pushing. Um, for some reason, we've just gotten a surge of, of new listeners and new subscribers. So that's cool. So that's been really keeping you know keeping me busy. Yeah, and since the last time you've been on the show, man, you've had a couple um videos go kind of viral on YouTube, man. Um, I know you had the one about creation and yeah, and all yeah. that the white girl mob and p- white people saying the n-word yeah. uh and then we're going to talk about the other one today um which is uh die hood rats die we're going to talk about <laughs> we'll talk about that one um the trailer for it. Uh, apparently that's been rallying up some controversy and yeah. uh yeah i went and checked it out uh today so yeah i definitely want to discuss that with you um okay. we actually got an email like one of the reasons I was reminded, like, oh shit, we need to get him back on the show. We got an email from a mutual listener of ours, and he was like, "Hey man, have y'all seen this? What do y'all think about it?" And I was like, "Nah, I haven't thought. It. I haven't seen it." He's like, "Yeah, it's a video about some hood rats or something." I was like, "Well, I know how Dark Hater feels about hood rats. I think, <laughs> I think, I think I know where this is going." But uh, he wanted to get our opinion on it, and I was like, "I wouldn't feel uh, right." right giving my opinion on it unless he was w- here without reaching out to him right. and at least you know having him here to to you know to talk about his side of it um and plus gotcha. you know i don't want no i don't want no drama man so i was just like let's get his ass on the show again man so i'm glad yeah, dude reached out that. no Thank problem you. no problem man um and also man i noticed you've been having a lady on the podcast lately man like what what's yeah. going on there player Oh uh, yeah, that's my girl. That's okay, my girl. all right. I hear you. She was asking, <laughs> answering questions and everything, dude. I said, I hear you, dog. Yeah, for the most part, we keep our brand separate. She's got her own fan base, which is completely different than mine. So, you know, every once in a while, she'll come on the show. Originally, she was supposed to be on, you know, full time, but our audience, you know, I got a lot of trolls in my audience. I got a lot of mean spirited listeners, uh, where she's, you know, she's got a nicer audience. So we decide not to, you know. Uh, it's better let for it clash individual branding yeah <laughs> now you can handle the trolls i mean you kind of troll yourself somewhat so it's like it's nothing it's like second nature to you but you didn't want to have an innocent bystander in there <laughs> well, yeah it's just i just think for branding it's, it's just since our audience is so different um that we would you know uh she'd show up every once in a while but it shouldn't be an all-time thing because because uh, let's be honest my brand can really hurt hers Mm. You know, it could, it could really destroy her fan base uh, because of my controversial views on things and whatnot. So, yeah, it's for her protection. Well, uh, you know, ironically, uh, even with the die hood rats dying, all that shit, man, uh, listening to the show, you sound happy, man. So I'm um, glad to hear thing. it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and also we have uh, another person that's not a strength. Oh, and don't forget, check them out. Haterazi.com. Um, you can also go to youtube.com uh, slash haterazi1. Um, and check his podcast out. It's actually on Stitcher now, but iTunes. Um, and you can uh, subscribe to, you know, get all of his content by going to haterazi.com uh, and signing up for a membership. Um, and I think it's only like $5 a month. So, you know, go do yourself the favor. Like I said, it's excellently produced. 
produced. It is. And uh, he's been doing the show uh, in this current iteration for like maybe a year or so, but he's had a show before that for mm-hmm. a couple of years that is just as good and uh, features a lot of people that you guys already know and love, like Mr. Span, um, uh, Mr. Player Hater, um, mm-hmm. and, and other people. So check that shit out. Um, Chris, what hey. up? He is Chris has been on the show. Um, Chris is one of my people that I hit up whenever I'm like, yeah, we need two guests for this show. And I don't feel like bringing in somebody that I don't have any chemistry with or don't know how to talk to. So let's get Chris thoughtful ass on here, man. So uh, we got we got Chris back, man. Um, And of course, I call Chris uh, the rom comedian because he likes romantic comedies. And um (laughs) He, uh, you know, he's also a very funny dude, man. He is. Uh, comedian Chris Lambert, man. What's up with you, man? What's going on? Hey, thanks for having me back. No problem, man. Great. Uh, what you been up to since last time we talked, man? Anything? Uh, just, uh, working, doing the TPS reports by day and stand up at night. Uh, just enjoying it, trying to evolve and having fun, man. That's what's up. Life. That's what's up, man. And um, also, you can check out Chris at Chris Lambert uh, at Chris Lambert on Twitter, chrislambert.tumblr.com. Um, it's a very easy thing to remember if you know uh, you know the name of the comedian. Um, also, he's on uh, YouTube, uh, Chris Lambert Comedy. Um, very funny dude, man. So make sure y'all check him out, man. Um, and and enjoy his tweets about things like girls and pretty little liars and yeah all that stuff all that stuff we should be ashamed to watch that chris is not and i appreciate that about him yeah man um i remember oh i'll, I'll say this like the homie uh in the bleachers and pope snoggenheim when i first found out that those guys watched it first like in the bleachers is a football guy blogger and I, and he tweeted something about pretty little liars and uh I was like, you watch Pretty Little Liars? And I, I could just kind of sense him being like, yeah, I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> the, trying to be defensive about it. I'm oh, like, no. Oh, I watch it too, Mm-mm. man. Uh-uh. And, you know, so. In the, tweet at each other during the during the show. In in the bleachers about all that he watched uh, House Hunters, International House Hunters. I think he ended up um, going to Twitter jail when Princess Diana, uh, not Princess Diana, but um, Prince Charles, Prince Charles got married. So he'd be on stuff like that. Yeah, and still the straightest dude you'll ever meet. So yep, watch right. your back. Don't don't get beat up trying to trying to test that man. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, man, it's good to have y'all back, man. We got some um, good topics to discuss. Us and some articles where we can do some guest to race and a uh, couple random thoughts and whatnot. Uh, but first things first, let me introduce everybody to the show. If you've been listening this far, you probably already know. But if not, um, you're listening to, uh, I guess, the 12th most shared podcast on Stitcher Radio. Karen? Yes, sir. Uh, 51 in comedy. Yes, sir. Uh, ahead, ahead of people that are, uh, you know, got way more money and shit than us. But that's cool, you know. <laughs> also, uh, you know, number one po- po- uh, comedy podcast on Podomatic and like top 15 overall in the world uh, on Podomatic. We own it. Uh, it's the Blackout Tips. And uh, you can find us a bunch of ways. You go to theblackouttips.com. Uh, you can go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Regardless of content, we absolutely will read it. As long as it's what, Karen? Five stars, sir. That's right. If it's five stars, I will read that shit. 
even if you don't like the show i know so like i, I posted up our uh, stuff on youtube on uh, facebook today and it was a picture of our rankings and you know people were coming through like oh man congratulations that's cool y'all top 15 that's you know that's a good achievement and then somebody went through and was like yeah your podcast is really good but you need to improve the audio quality and you know what i deleted that shit now if it was a five-star review and he said, that he said, we would have read it. Yeah, he said, Yo, I, I don't like your audio, audio quality. I would have said, oh, cool, man. I understand, and I appreciate you writing into the show. But um, I don't accept negative comments anywhere other than five-star reviews. It's the only way to get at me, player. I know it's so. Um, you can also go to uh, Facebook, the aforementioned Facebook page, uh, Podomatic and Stitcher Radio. Uh, when you're at theblackguywithtips.com, you can uh, do a bunch of stuff there. You can subscribe to the show. Uh, that way you get updates every time we do something. If we do a guest spot, you get an update email on that. Um, if we uh, post a blog post or something like that, you get updates. Um, you can also donate to the show directly there. You can do one-time donations or, recur- or recurring donations. Uh, either one is fine. You can go to the store right from that page. Check out the store and uh, see what kind of items we have for you to put on your chest. We got drinking glasses that you can put your rum and coke in or whatever. Yes, sir. Um, we also have a Tumblr page that's linked there. So make sure you guys are doing that. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in D-A-T. And the show Twitter is at TBGWT. Um, you can call the show 704-557-0186. Talk to us live Saturday mornings when we do our feedback show. Or you can leave a voicemail throughout the week and we will play those. Keep your voicemails to three minutes or less or there's a good chance that it won't get played. Um, you can also email us theblackouttips at gmail.com. Um, and, uh, donate your account. Uh, by donating your account, basically it just allows us to retweet or repost things on Facebook. And it's always stuff like links to the latest show, a link to our sponsors, never anything that's going to get you in trouble with your family or your pastor. Um, so yeah, make sure you guys are doing that. Um, and if you don't, then you're a racist. So <laughs> that's not if, true. Yeah, still, I don't know, Karen. I don't know. Uh, and, uh, of course the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. And this show is sponsored. It is, which is my favorite, favorite type of show. I know it's so, um, I'm big into, uh, getting paid to do the show. So, uh, you know, anytime, uh, anytime we can do that, I say we do it. Um, I know it's so. It's double sponsored, actually. And uh, the first sponsor is Shadow Doll Productions. This podcast is sponsored by Shadow Doll Productions Audio Plays. In a couple of months, our funding is up for review. And as things stand right now, the audio play sales are not as good as we want them to be. Uh-oh. So get your black asses. Nah, what if, what if you put that in there? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, niggers. I'm tired of fucking around. <laughs> I know y'all out there. <laughs> get you, no, it's not a game. I know. He be like, you cheese eaters too. Yeah. <laughs> if I see you on, don't retweet me until you bought some shit. If I see you on Twitter, I'm blocking you. Um, but yeah, so basically, man, they want you guys to go to shadowdollproductions.com slash appgrid, which is A-P-G-R-I-D, uh, dot HTML, and, uh, check out all of their audio plays in one, uh, spot. It ranges between 99 cents and three bucks for each audio play. Um, is, uh, first of all, they're hilarious. Many of them star me and Karen. Uh, yes, they do. Actually, their number one seller stars me and Karen. Yes, you know it, what I mean? yes it is. Fries. My yeah. favorite damn thing to eat, but I wouldn't eat in the Roger Woods. Yeah, you know how 
how we are. Well, <laughs> as a uh, fellow thespians, Karen of the uh, <laughs> of the vocal acting, uh, when I uh, honed my vocal acting chops in the studios at Underground Sound, I, I knew one day I would be a number one seller. So I'm you not surprised. It. Okay. You know, so, and I'm only as good as my co-star, so thank you, Karen, of oh, course. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. And, uh, to, to the girl who played the drive-thru attendant, she was also excellent. She was. Uh, and, uh, that, that audio played goodness only cost you 99 cents, man. That's all. So make sure you go to that. Go to shadowdollproductions.com slash apgrid.html. Um, now the second, the second sponsor is a little sexier, so I gotta find, yes. I gotta find us some, uh, some pretty sexy, good, sexy music. Some, some pretty good sexy music. Yes, the last time was that Marvin Gaye, what you gonna come up with this time, son? Um, you know what? I think I'm gonna do something for my white people out there. Okay. Cause I, I know y'all, I know y'all like to listen to, um, nah, you know what? This ain't sexy enough. No. Sorry, white people. Back mm-hmm. to black shit. <laughs> <laughs> they got some sexy music. You got to hunt for some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the ladies in the audience, body roll at your at your desk. Hey, <laughs> I know you, I know you at your, I know you at your desk trying not to uh bob too hard. I, I let me turn it down a little bit for you. Tell you why. Black women, man, they love this song. Yes, sir. What you talking about? Karen ain't even gonna let me do the copy. <laughs> Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Of course not. Your ego is too big. Yes, it so is. So I'm talking to you, ladies. It's up to you to yes. satisfy yourself. Yes, why you rocking at your desk, girl? Uh, have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, you should be. I know it's so. Here's an offer you won't be able to resist, people. This will get you in the mood for it. You go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time, a very limited time, you'll get 50% off just about any item. Now, you think that's enough, Karen? Nope. That's right. There's more. There's more. Also, I've looked around on the internet. That fifty percent off. That's got to be the most anybody's getting off from Adam and Eve. I'm yes, not joking. Yes, sir. Like half the people that find that coupon are finding it on the internet by just searching Adam and Eve coupon. Yep. <laughs> it's just like, oh shit, fifty percent off. And we thank those people too. But that's not all, people. Mm-mm. Karen told you it was more to it. Ah, uh, yes, it is. You can also get. After the 50% off, three, count them, three free adult DVDs of slow motion skinny white people having sex. Yes, sir. On the beach, period pieces. In the barn. Yeah, in the barn. <laughs> There's several <laughs> specific locations that these white people like to have sex, but but it's free. I know so. And uh, it's got classy music. You know, this is that kind of porn that if you have a girl that's a little uptight, you can introduce her to it. It's yeah, like this is not that scary porn. She yeah. gonna go running. It's like that. It's like Skinamax porn, but they show the dick. Like that's the only difference, man. So you, it's tasteful. Uh, plus, right? Ice cream shops, uh, cheerleader practice. You know the locker rooms. The, you know the scenes, people. <laughs> plus, you get a free extra gift that's so sensual that I can't tell you what it is on the podcast. I know it's so. And to top it all off. They'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. That's what I'm talking about. And this song right here will get you in the mood. Yes, it will. Yeah. And if he won't do it, then it buy you a toilet wheel. Yeah. Come home, pull out that uh, thing that's got the chainsaw motor or whatever you yes, use. Yes, sir. After a stressful day at work. Yes, sir. <laughs> throw on some Roger and Zap and um, entertain yourself, ladies. Yes. And uh, you can also check us out at adamandeve.com. 
put in the, look for the special call uh, the special offer code when you go to the checkout box it's going to be right there like put in your code and you put in tbgwt that's tbgwt and uh you get that 50 percent off you get the three free dvds a free extra gift and free shipping adamandeve.com code tbgwt treat yourself Yes, please treat yourself. Treat your genitals, people. Yes. Buy, con- I, buy condoms in bulk, man. Maybe you buy, uh, buy lube in bulk. Yeah. Yes. You know, and you I don't can, know what y'all guys are into, man. And, and you can, women, you can buy sexy drawers to shake to this music. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 50% off. All right, man. I'm ready to do some podcasting. I don't know about you guys. Let's do it. All right. First things first, I got to ask Dark Hater about this as a conspiracy uh, believer. Not every conspiracy, I'm sure, but, you know, some of them, right? Uh-huh. I came up with my conspiracy uh, uh, two weeks ago, I think now. And uh-huh. it's been it's been catching on like wildfire, man. And that's how I know that, 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 that motherfuckers are recognizing the knowledge I was dropping and they knowing that something about it is true. Now, <laughs> do I have the facts and evidence to back it up? Of course not. The government's not going to leave that shit lying around. Of course not. But I know that I'm right. Before this, I used to listen to uh, Dark Hater talk about conspiracy. I was like, nigga, man, I'm like, that shit ain't true. But now, I, now that I have one, and I found a couple people are reluctant to believe it, I understand what you go through, brother. I do. I relate. So my, my theory is this. You know who Crispus Attucks is? Yes. All right. And, uh, Chris, you know who Crispus Attucks is? Yes. All right. Well, look, man. He was, uh, he was a dragon slayer. No, no. You're, th- you're thinking about you're thinking about George, you're thinking about George Washington Werewolf Hunter. That's what you're thinking about. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So Christmas Addicts was basically the first nigga that got shot in the drive-by, and a uh, man. Then they they took yes, him. They took him dying and tried to uh, a lot of the separ- uh, uh, abolitionists tried to prop him up later on after his death as like a hero for black people. You know, like, oh, this is, you know, this is a dude that, uh, he, he needs to, you know, he, he, you can use this man to, uh, inspire the black people to, uh, you know, uh, I mean, inspire white people to treat black people as equals and whatnot. And then he kind of became an American hero and, you know, he was taught about in, uh, Black History Month and stuff like that. And, uh, basically, I think that, um, that's all bullshit. I think that nigga got shot. And, and it, it, uh, actually, uh, a lot of people don't know this. John Adams, uh, future president, um, actually defended the soldiers that shot him in court, got them off. Uh, the penalty for shooting a slave back then, uh, it was death or a tattoo on your thumb. And I'm not joking. <laughs> so they all they all got found guilty, but opted for the tattoo on the thumb. Uh, oh, I, so it was their choice. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> what kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> Death or this hot poker? Hey, mm. hey, hey, sexy, I think I went away, baby. You got to add me back. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Um, All right. Let me see what's going on, Karen. I but, don't know. I went away. I froze, and then I went away. Um, Make sure your camera's activated. Live podcasting, everybody. Um, Let me see if I can add you back. All right, cool. I'll see you. Just, uh, Sorry, I know I ain't never wanted to toss nothing at you. I was like, wait a minute. It's all right. I got you. Um, all right. So, um, 
Yeah, man. So basically, man, I was gonna, I was, as a conspiracy theorist expert, I mean, you dropped the Jupiter, uh, you know, uh, podcast and stuff. What do you think, man? You think Christmas addicts was just used by, uh, the white man to keep black people docile by being like, the best you can do for your country is die for it. And you can get some of these freedoms that all the white people already have. Oh, wait a minute. Nah, we got two more hundred years of slavery for your ass. Well, you know what, Rodimus, like, you're, you're one of the funniest dudes I know in, in podcasts, and I really mean that. I appreciate it. I know it. you're halfway joking. However. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> like, like, that's what's funny. I'm, yes. This is not me joking. Yeah, he was serious. It's, it's funny, but I was literally mad thinking about this. It hit me one day. We were eating a burrito in a restaurant. Karen didn't even know I was freaking out. I was no. freaking out in my head. And I waited till we got home and I was tweeting about it and people was laughing. I was like, nigga, I am serious. This shit is diabolical, man. Like <laughs> they're telling you like, hey, you still a slave, but you can die for your country. Isn't that good? No, that's terrible. It's fucking, you, you, that's you, you better believe that anything, any, any part of early American history involving a black person that made it to us and is taught in a regular curriculum of public education is for the benefit of the white power structure. Yeah. Um, they, they don't. I mean, we all know about Nat Turner, but have you ever had a course on Nat Turner in, in high school? Junior nope. High school? Never. Mm-mm. I never heard about him. I was looking at Roger like, who is who is this man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right, man. I think you're onto something. I, I I'm telling you, dog. And because the other thing, man, how come niggas don't name their kids Christmas? He a hero though. How many Christmases do you know? It's too hey, close there's a to dude. like. Okay. The, the, Texture, it's too close to the texture of chicken, and I think <laughs> the name just has that, that sound to it. And then we just kind of like try crispy. to hide the fact that we want to, you know. I- ironically, play. Chris, there probably are children named Crispy or Crispiest, but there is no, <laughs> there are no niggas named Crispus, dog. He's supposed to be a black hero. There's black people named Nat. There's black people named that they named Huey. There's black people named Riley. There's black people named Malcolm and Martin. There are no niggas named Christmas, dog. <laughs> right, and nobody's wearing a Christmas addict t-shirt. Right, any kind of dignity like no nobody. And you gotta wonder back then when he went down, did other slaves wear like ascots to into in remembrance of him, or did they, <laughs> you know? Did they do this, or did they, you know, throw their hair out, or did they wear tea bags? No, no, not tea bags, but like, like, because <laughs> that was before the people. This is Boston Massacre. Yeah, uh, hey man. The other thing, he wasn't the only dude that died. A lot of people don't know that. Other people died there. They never talk about the other motherfuckers because that's not who they chose to prop up. Nope. And then the other thing too. Have you ever been in like an old black woman's living room and seen like Malcolm, Tupac, and Christmas addicts hanging on the wall? I no, know I haven't. Nope. Nobody believes this shit, man. And we need to stop spreading this fucking shit and get it out of the textbooks for Black History Month, man. Putting that in, take Christmas out. Talib Kweli has never rapped about Christmas. Right. <laughs> I've never heard him even using a rap lyric. And Christmas rhymes with a lot of shit. It's just like, nope, nah, that shit don't sound right. I'm, I'm telling y'all, man, I'm on to something with this, man. I'm glad that Dark Hater agreed, man, because I needed some conspiracy expertness on... On top of my my theory, man, people gotta take it serious, man. Um, yeah, yeah, you're you're on to something, brother. Now, also, man, Dark Hater, um, you know, you talk about hip hop a lot on the show, man. You talk about like the old school hip hop and stuff. You haven't really been on it that much lately, but you know, I I enjoy your your rants on uh, hip hop today versus hip hop back in the day and all that stuff. Um, 
and we've already had that discussion before i don't necessarily agree with everything but i i feel where you're coming from and uh i think we even arrived to the same conclusion which was yeah regardless of what you believe i don't think little kids need to be unsupervised listening to this shit no matter what so like even like even if you're like i don't think it's gonna fuck kids up it's like yeah but a six-year-old don't need to be listening to fucking yeah it still need to be monitored uh, yeah gucci man don't need to be playing in my fucking nursery dog um <laughs> so uh people want uh, i don't know if you heard about this but uh you know uncle luke luther campbell yeah. Apparently, uh, he's been, uh, assistant coaching, uh, high school, uh, a high school football team in Florida. And he's really instrumental in the community there. He's given a lot of people opportunities and, you know, did things like donating equipment and all this stuff, man. So, um, apparently he's, uh, is like licensed to assistant coach. Like it comes up every year for renewal. And uh somebody must have heard, finally heard a two live crew record because they denied that shit this year. They was like, "Nope, <laughs> stop, stop ruining the kids, Luke." <laughs> they finally saw one of those Luke videos and shit. <laughs> I don't know if y'all ever seen those uh the Luke videos that he does outside the uh, outside of music, but uh yeah, they ratchet. But the, the but the thing about it is that. He ain't done that shit in like 20, 20 years. years. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's the part that makes me angry. It's almost like he can never redeem himself. Even after he separated himself from it, he showed that, you know, he support the community. So you know what? They end up punishing the kids because somebody is angry. Like all of a sudden, all that new equipment they got ain't happening. Them trips they going on, it ain't happening now. Okay, so Karen, you're on the side of let Luke cook. I am. Okay, all right, I'm noted. Um, and uh, I guess uh, for you guys, I guess um, what what's uh, let me uh, let me go to uh, Chris first, and then I'll go to uh, Mr. Gates. Uh, what what side are you guys on of this thing? Should uh, they let Luke go ahead and coach, or, or are they right to keep him out? They should let him coach, man. I, I think uh, he's doing a lot for the community. Really, like when I think of him, the last thing I. When I think of him now, like you think of the girls and stuff, but I thought of thinking of him about the Miami uh, football documentary and like yes. what he, yeah, what he was doing for the players and all, helping them out and stuff like that. I mean, kids need like how I don't know what exactly the community's like that he's working with, but I'm sure there's kids that actually need help and they need like a, a an adult there, like you know, like they need the supervision, they need. Um, tutelage and i think he's I, I think that's an admirable thing you know okay all right what about you oh go ahead chris i'm sorry no i just they should let him they should let him coach all right what about you mr gates as long as he um completely detaches himself from his past uh, as prince has done you know prince prince won't even perform like his good shit <laughs> you can you go to a Prince concert today, you're not going to hear Darling Nikki. You're not going to hear any of the, you know, sexually charged music that he was famous for at one time. And he has completely detached himself from it due to his uh, recent religious affiliation. If, if Luther Campbell separates himself, because just a few years ago, Luther, he had a show that was similar to like a, um, a, a Howard Stern show where he had the girls come on and they'd be busting eggs on their titties and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that that doesn't really help because these kids... When they find out who he was, they're going to look him up mm -hmm. and they're going to be exposed to something. They're going to have a different view of him. So they can say, OK, well, you know, I could just go be promiscuous as hell. And then when I get older, I'll just chill out afterwards, you know, which is pretty much what we all do anyway. But <laughs> we do that on our own. And, and, and I, I think that it's um, I, I just think we got to be careful, you know, especially within the African-American community when we are choosing uh, people for roles of leadership. 
All right, you know, well. it's, it's bad enough that we have rappers who, whose voices are louder than uh, some, you know, some of our more positive brothers out there. Um, so, we, I, you know, we, I, that one I would tread lightly. All right. Well, I'm going to guess I'm going to be the one that's on the outs here because I say, fuck that shit, man. He should not be allowed to coach this team. Like, I like I don't I think we are uh, maybe it's black. And I don't even think it's a black thing. It's our obsession with celebrity peeking through again, because like if he was just, you know, uh, some dude that we didn't know his you know, we didn't know him from being famous as a rapper. or We didn't listen to his music or we never had a dance to his shit. I think we would be way more. um you know, realistic about the idea of like putting this kind of person in the kid's life. And when I brought it up on Twitter, people were like, well, Snoop coaches football. I mean, what would you, I'm like, that nigga shouldn't be coaching football either. The nigga also is, you know, rapping and singing about fucking smoking weed every day and fucking bitches and got his own porno. Like, I, I don't get how we just supposed to be like, like, I think if you craft an image on purpose by marketing booty videos and shit like that and talking about letting people fuck on stage and all that stuff, and especially in a world where Google is, like, God, like, people go, that people can find anything they want to find on Google, um... I think we got to accept that everyone can't do everything, man. And I don't care if your heart has changed and it's in the right place. You're going to have to find a role that allows you to help people, but you just can't be the face of shit. You're going to have to be, maybe you have to provide some equipment for these teams, but you won't be able to go out there and get on the sidelines and walk up and down and uh, talk to the kids, man. Because, I mean, like if someone came to me and said, Rod, I heard about your podcast and I saw you did booty pics and joke as a Tumblr. I don't want you around these kids. I'd be like, I'm understand i would take that l and walk the fuck away because i'm living a lifestyle that is not uh, amenable to being a role model to kids necessarily man i think you know i don't see why we shouldn't uh expect that man if if i wrote if i've read this article and was like so chris brown wants to coach the women's volleyball team at the high school <laughs> and uh r kelly's gonna get on on women's soccer we'd all be like no nigga keep them away but it's something about you know like well it's been 20 years so it's all good and I, i'm like no you have to and, live with the second consequences and i and i have a question for you then sir mm-hmm. it's a lot of people that have done a lot of fucked up shit but yet they can come back and they can do things and they could be in the community and right. you don't get this same outrage that's the problem i have if we're gonna be like that be like that across the board not only because uncle luke was having women shaking asses but be like that about other people to support boys and girls clubs and all that stuff too that's the problem i have i feel as though he has the right to well i um i can't speak for everybody karen but i'm like that with everybody like jerry sandusky i was i don't know if there was anybody more outraged than me when i heard that shit and i want everybody that fired uh, i don't give a fuck if it's but joe palmas he did the right thing and went to his boss nah you're supposed to be a fucking paragon of virtue dog when i put my son up there and you're talking about you're gonna raise him like he's one of your own would you let your own son possibly get fucked in the ass in the shower no i don't think you would sir so i mean i i think that uh but like people are being selective because of who they like and i'm saying it doesn't matter you led a lifestyle that you know you're not a good you're not the role model that these kids need and i understand that but the problem that i have with people making this stance is that people making a stance based off of his past Mm -hmm. and everybody has a past and some people's past is very very fucked up and people act like people can't change now it's one thing like chris brown you know you show no remorse and all that bullshit that's a whole nother thing but if you you you, you're cleaning yourself like hater rossi said you're separating yourself from it you're not attaching yourself 
yourself to it. And if a kid comes to you, I think um, Luke should come and say, hey, you know, that was my past. You know, I don't, you know, think y'all should live this lifestyle. That's a whole nother thing. But when you start talking about women abusers and child abusers, that's a whole nother thing. I think he has the right to do it because in the long run, you, you, you're punishing the children based off of his past. How am I? Go ahead. Go ahead, Mr. Gates. Yeah, no, I, I'll say this. Um, Rod has a point. Um, the, our past can't come back and haunt us. Now, there are plenty of other virtuous things that Luke can do for the community that wouldn't involve children. Um, I mean, he, if he wants to, you know, put money, like you said, from a distance or something like that, that's fine. But just like going for any job, like uh, something I've done in my past may affect my ability to, to just get a regular nine to five job now. You know, and uh, in this case, we are talk- we're not just talking about a dude who, you know, um, tr- slipped on a banana peel and went viral on YouTube. We're talking about a dude who consciously pushed the like, like the, the, he's probably one of the worst offenders of objectification of women ever. <laughs> you know, those even when I was a kid watching that shit, I was like, man, this is fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even good. What's going, like, on, what's going on in my pants? This is horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> you had a show in your been, pants. He was such a horrible rapper to boot. Yeah, he offended. He also offended hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say something. Like, first of all, Mr. Gates, are there links to that show that he had with the girls cracking eggs on the street? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, there has to. It's got to be viral because I remember he got into uh, because somebody called him out on it. Some rapper, some young up and coming rapper, had called him out about you know how are you trying to run? Because at that time, I think he was trying to run for mayor or some shit. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, they were like, how are you trying to run for mayor when you're doing, you know, you're objectifying women? And then he threatened to do it. He said, I mean, I'll come out there and put a boot in your ass or something like that. And uh, <laughs> well, it's, on, it's on there. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. no, it's, it's now, on there. the other thing, okay, the other thing, I agree with Karen and I also agree with Rod, but I think, I think you brought up a good point, Rod. I think it's so arbitrary to say you, we, we're, we're picking and choosing what we want to be offended by. And it's not like Luke's history wasn't out there for consumption like before. How, I don't know how long he's been coaching, but I'm sure it's a substantial amount of time. Like yeah. they were okay with it when they were taking his money, but now yes. you get on your high horse and say, that's, that's, that's what doesn't sit well with me. Me like, either. Well, what if they just found out? Like, don't you do something once you know? Like, what if they but, just realize, like, wait a minute, this nigga's the assistant in, coach? In Miami? In Miami? Yeah, no. You don't know who Luke no. Campbell is? Like, and, and, when I think of Miami, I think of Dan Marino and Luke Campbell. Like, that's... that's yeah, and, but and, in all fairness, we are black. Yeah, and, and I don't know what the people and, at the school board listen to, dog. Like, but they, they obviously don't listen to Luke. And then on top of that... Uh, just like them kids can Google him, they can Google him too. Aren't you supposed right. to do research and background checks? They, they should have. This is just me. And now it would have been a different story if they'd have said from the beginning, okay, we don't want to hire you because of this. I'd have been cool. But I, I'm like, Chris, the problem I have is that he's been doing this for years. And because somebody finally did their research, everybody wants to get angry. That's the problem I have. Well, here's it. the thing, though. Okay, let, let me flip that on you. Like in the case of Jerry Sandusky, right? There were numerous times where people were like, well, he's already been doing this and he's already in. So even though I just found out, I'm not going to do shit because obviously the people in the know know and they're not doing anything. So let me just keep my job. Right. That's that's how shit perpetrated. Like people people would just be like, yeah, well, uh, 
I, I was going to tell somebody, but apparently this isn't new. He's been kicked out of other schools before. He's been accused of this before. Let's just keep letting it go. And it ends up in some type of terrible scandal. Now, hypothetically, let's say Luke ends up uh, taking underage kids to a strip club or some shit like that. Who's going to get fired? The fucking school board, they're going to look right at them and be like, y'all let this shit happen? Like, y'all knew this dude was a little bit unstable and not a good role model and was into some different shit. Why did y'all have this dude around my kids? I think that's the shit that they got to think about. They can't be like, well, it's been going on for two years, so fuck it. Let's just keep rolling the dice. I think you, at some point, you do have to say, you can say it's too much. And and to an extent, I understand, but to an extent, I, I don't understand the comparison because Luke was dealing with grown as people mm-hmm. like grown people yeah. grown people who made an adult decision to do whatever it is they chose to do mm-hmm. that's completely different than children that are underage okay. I, I, I don't what? see the comparison grown there people, grown people with grass on the playing field that's important <laughs> well no nah, i saw the video some of some of them women didn't have grass <laughs> you know what no you know what none of us are considering yeah what's, what's that None of us are considering. Okay, first of all, I find it very hard to believe that anybody in Miami does not know who Luther Campbell is. Right. But none of us have considered the fact that maybe he sucked as a coach, and that's why he had the job, and now he's losing it. Yeah, that that could be possible. Um, I mean, he's an assistant coach anyway, so, I mean... It, I think he's one of those dudes. To be quite honest, I think it's like the Miami thing where he just wants to be around the game. So he probably doesn't really do shit, but just walk up and down the sideline, talk to the kids and shit like that. I don't think he's, you know, um, necessarily uh, looking to become a head coach off of this or whatever. But even if he was, why? Why is, well, there's a reason why if I said, um, put it like this, would you let this man be a mentor to your child, Karen? Hmm. And see, that's and and I guess for me that would be hard to answer, uh, because I don't have any children. I mean, but it, uh, hypothetically, this is hypothetically, if you had a son and uh, Luther Campbell came around and was like, "Hey, I want to uh, help your son out by uh, coaching his basketball team or whatever. I want to take him under my arm as a mentee." Like, would you say, "Yeah, that's cool, Luke. Go ahead and do your thing." I would. I'm the type of parent. I would. I would have to look and watch, like, I'm, and and watch and just to see. Um, and I think that, I, I, like I said, I'm a McDark hater. If it's something where he completely separates himself from it and he shows that he's a uh, good citizen and all that stuff, I wouldn't have a problem with that. But, like, if you're still about that lifestyle, okay, I might have an issue with that because that, that's, like, that goes back to the role model thing for the child. All right. Well, one, I absolutely would not want this motherfucker around my kids. Um, I don't even see how that's even possible. Um, the other thing is, uh, you were talking about having a past. Everyone has a past, right? Yes, they do. But everybody's past ain't fucked up. No, it's not. And this dude specifically passes about, you know, it, it, you know, it's kind of like, um, and I hate to bring it, make it racial, man, but maybe it is racial. Um, Sasha Gray, who's a porn star, wanted to go and do a book reading to a, a white, uh, a, a predominantly white school. And, uh, you know, t- she wanted to just read a book for part of her charity. Now, she's a porn star, and even though she's tried to legitimize herself oh, by having she's some... She's retired. She's retired. Right, but she's... Right, once, but it's like an alcoholic, right? Once you won, you always won. So, um, she's also, uh, you know, had some legitimate acting roles that are not about pornographic movies, and, like, she's been in Entourage, um, she was in The Girlfriend Experience, um, and, and did a good job and everything, but... These parents heard that her ass was coming and they went up to that school and they said, what the fuck are you doing? This, these, these motherfuckers, this, she cannot be around my kid. 
that's not cool you know we had another person that a porn star offered to take a kid uh to a prom uh white once again white people white prom all this shit and they went and shut it down they said we won't have the prom if she shows up they like they put the pressure on her ass not to show up and she didn't are we making an exception because it's like well these are black kids this is uh you know black music um this is like we have lower standards with our kids than these white people will have with their kids all we have is blacks is sports and entertainment, and Sean Carter said that best. And mm-hmm. I think, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I'd like to think that I would, you know, when it comes to mentorship, I think sometimes parents just kind of like throw, throw that away. They're just like, oh, you take care of my kid and I'll pick him up when it's over. They're not, they're not involved in the, their child's life. I mean, when I was a kid, my parents were involved. Like, I was in a lot of activities, but my parents were there. They were like, what did you do? How was this? How was that? And I I think nowadays, I think that's kind of lost. And as far as the black, the black, uh, the racial aspect of it, I mean, I think that's always there. I think that's that's always there in some form or fashion. Um, But I I just, I think my whole issue with this thing is, is just like, how can you be in Miami and not know who this guy is? That's, right. that's one, that's one thing. I mean, but obviously they know now. I think we have to get off of that. Like, honestly, well, no, not, like they know that. now. So it's like, regardless of like, if they didn't know or how they came to find out or what made it this the time to do it, it's more like, is, are they justified in just saying, nah, you, you don't get to be the coach. It's not, no, sorry. Well, if the answer is if they're justified, yeah, they can do that. They can do that. That's my only, that's really my only question is like, and I think if this happened to somebody that, you know, um, some other dude, I think it would still be, um, just as legit if the dude's name wasn't Luke Skywalker. If it was just some other dude that had this same sort of history, I would be like, yeah, man, I understand that you've been trying to do right. And I understand you trying to distance yourself from that, even though you had a, you know, show with hookers and strippers and shit on it, uh, you know, in 2007. I understand you're trying to, you know, turn over a new leaf. Yeah, you you don't get to turn it over uh, with the school system. And 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 I have a question. What's the difference between that? Let's say he actually just sponsored a team. Would that make? Would that be a difference? Um, it would not. It would not bother me as much if he was not around the kids. Okay. No, no offense okay. to him. Okay. So, I don't want that nigga around my son. And I and I understand any parent that says that because I think it's always good when parents or the school board or whatever get involved in these kids' lives and be like, yo, this this kind of shit shouldn't be around these kids. Like, you know, a school board has to speak for every parent. You think That's every true. parent That's on that true. team is cool with that shit? No, like, no. You know, it's some to some extent, I and like it's actually a little more skeevy if it's just he's buying his way into it so it's like well shit we we gotta let him because you know he be spending his money like that's even worse of a reason mm-hmm. anyway i think this shit is anyway that'll be the poll obviously yes sir um, <laughs> um so uh apparently um john edwards uh uh pulled the ultimate white privilege card um he he got in trouble for um campaign finance like embezzling he uh got his jump off pregnant she was a camera lady on his uh mm-hmm. on his on his uh presidential election uh campaign and uh he started boning her down. Uh everybody knows his wife was sick with cancer and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh he got her pregnant 
And, uh, so, so, um, she just started blabbing, man. She went on Oprah. She wrote a book. What? She owned it. Yeah. He's going to be paying her for the rest of his life. Yeah. She got a tell all book. Yeah. She, and like what he did was like he set aside $10 million in campaign funds and he gave it to a dude and that was a middleman. And was like, hey, man, I know you married, but why don't you let her move in with you and pretend that she's your mistress? Yep. And that's your baby. And the dude said, OK. But then he kept most of the money. He was supposed to give most of the money to her. He kept most of the money and gave her a little bit. So I thought that was pretty gangster. And then he snitched. It's like one of the, he's like the main uh, person snitching um, for the prosecution. After so. the money gone, of course. Yeah. And um, I, I guess the lesson that I'm trying to teach people here and I, I say it all the time. But fellas. Even a jump off is a relationship. It is. It's, I know you. I know you don't want to hear that shit. I know it's like relationship to now, but listen, friends with benefits, all this shit. Yes. These are all relationships. <laughs> yes, it is. Even if you don't fucking admit it, dog. Yes, like they can right. still find a way to make your life a living hell. Cause y'all interact with each other. Cause every like, uh, I think every relationship there's some trust involved, and people be like, I don't trust no bitches, dog. If once you put your dick inside somebody, you trust them somewhat. It might not be the level of like, uh, I trust you to go half on this mortgage, but you putting some type of trust in, in that, that motherfucker. Person. So I don't want to hear that shit as an excuse. Like she a jump off, she's supposed to know her role. She doesn't give a fuck, dog. Mm-mm. She on Oprah like, yes, he fucked me. I have tape. There's <laughs> like, like, no video. This nigga I almost, can prove it. He almost got hemmed up over some pussy, man. And and it's sad because John Edwards was a voice that I think the Democrats needed. He was the only dude spitting about that poverty. And now that he's gone, nobody talks about the poor on the on the left anymore. And uh, you know, especially somebody could have done that in Obama's ear that was actually involved in politics. And I think it would have been way better received than Cornell and Tavis Smiley and Michael Eric Dyson. Like it would have actually been way better received if it was John Edwards, and it, and he would have had some support, man. And he might even got a role in the administration, and we would have seen, I think, better legislation and things like that for people that are in poverty man but we're not gonna see that anymore Mm-mm. because this motherfucker couldn't control his dick that was crazy man anyway um and the, and the people that gave him campaign money like one of the dudes died or something like that like they tried to say that that they actually gave him that money um not for a campaign but just gave him the money just to give him the money yeah um you know, yeah I, go I ahead go in, I, I go into this on my special podcast, Pimp Game for Regular Dudes, available at Haterazzi.com. If you think that your jump-offs ain't going to get at you, think again. Yeah, you got to be smart, man. Like you, it's, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, you can't have some chick or whatever that you just, y'all, all y'all do is have sex. I'm just saying, if, that's, if you think that's all y'all do, then you trust her. And you don't want to hear yeah. that. <laughs> you don't want to hear that shit. But you do trust her if you think she's not supposed to say nothing. Um. So uh, I think Eric Holder is uh, also, uh, you know, he's uh, one of the people in Obama's administration. He's in trouble right now. And uh, they're holding him. They held him in contempt of Congress. And they're talking about, like, you know, possibly being jail time involved or like putting him on trial or some shit like that. And I was thinking, man, if this brother really wants to get off. Right. There's only one way to get away from the government. How you do it when they come looking for you. You got to start doing steroids, man. It's the only thing that works, dog. <laughs> they they can't catch these steroid motherfuckers for nothing. Barry Bonds, uh, Roger Clemens, 
Like they all walking away free. Yep. Like Lance Armstrong about the Lance Armstrong probably not even worried right now, dog. Mm-hmm. They, they was like, yeah, we know you're on steroids. He's like, whatever, coppers. Just, just talk to my lawyers. Say, like, can the government just start saving us money and not prosecuting these dudes and just let them go right away? Billions of dollars they wasting. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty million dollars just to be like, oh man. So you, Roger Clemens said he didn't know it was steroids in the um, needle, so we gotta let them go. Like, get, get the fuck out of here, dog. Like, I, at this point, I feel like they just prosecuting these dudes to justify their employment. Yep. <laughs> like, cause you, you ever notice as soon as one dude gets off, the next dude gets prosecuted? It's never at the same time. <laughs> it's all timing. Right? It's, it's like, Barry Bonds got off. Uh, uh, Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens. We who, need to, who's next on the list? We don't, can get, don't we, don't we got number three? We can get three years of salary off of Roger Clemens. He dumb enough to deny you know, I remember yeah. when they fucked up the case the first time and they like played some video twice, even after the judge warned them they, that affected the jury. So they had to let it go as a mistrial. Like, I think they doing this shit on purpose. Oh, yeah. It's media scheduling. Yeah, I agree, though. I agree, <laughs> man. Um, All right. This is a movie cliche I saw the other day. I was watching Buffy the Vampire uh, Slayer. But uh, I remember that I've seen this in like every movie. That's about a woman who falls out on her luck and is at the bottom of the barrel and, like, moves to the projects. She's struggling. How come every movie about this shit has the one scene where she becomes a waitress? And, oh, it's, man, yeah. and it's always in the most sexist diner in the world. <laughs> and and it, the dudes, like, as soon as she comes to the table, it's always, like, two, uh, two truckers or some shit. It's like, you know, like. Uh, so can I get you guys anything? Yeah, how about a taste of them lips or some <laughs> shit like that? And, and she's like, uh, and you know, you can tell she's a little agitated. She's like, I, uh, I, I, we have coffee and we had a pie on special. Yeah, I'd like a piece of that pie. You know, I'm right up top, buddy. Yes, like I just, your vagina. Right. <laughs> yeah. Would you? Would you? Because I'm a scumbag who who does this in public in front of everybody. Yes. She'd be like, can I pour you another cup of coffee? Yes, you can pull that six. I love it on me yeah. girl yeah i like mad at her when she doesn't comply it's like now you now you come in now it's like it's always like that uh, the 1950s it's always that like these terrible sexual innuendos like i like my women like my coffee all over my dick or something like <laughs> no one even talks like that no That's they just, don't yeah, right. Yes, I like my women like I like my syrup, sweet and sticky. Right. So then, um, and then like there's always this one part that's the absolute like this is the rock bottom is she walks away to get take their order and then like to go you know put their order in they always slap her on the ass and then <laughs> a whistle at her or something yeah, yes. and, then, and then they look at her in the eyes and she looks at them in the eyes and she never does anything about it. Mm-mm. It's because it is it's always two thirteen and I would do for you. Like it's always that like this is rock bottom. Like she doesn't even care anymore, but guys. And you know what? She's, go, go ahead, Chris. She still has her she still has her dignity though. Like they can't take that away from her. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Denzel and Glory when he gets whipped by Matthew Broderick. It's like he gives that one that look and you know you're not taking it away from her. Right. You got it. So uh, bring down the momentum of that. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh, you you didn't. And also, that goes to the fact that the that shows that people don't give a shit about the restaurant industry. Right? She's always waitressing or doing something in the hotel or, or or something like that. Where you're like, damn dog. When I saw that scene, the first thing I thought was, man, I'm glad I'm not a waiter anymore. 
I know it's so. Because <laughs> people ain't shit, and you mm-hmm. had to deal with it. You got to deal with it with a smile. I was like, so glad I got it. Hey, if you listen to this and you're a waiter, quit. Find some others. There's go, other go shit you can do. Please, and you you're better than this. You, I, I know I that believe you in like you. shit. You, I believe in you. You will cry at work, man. But um, yeah, that scene is in every movie about a woman that just like you know, oh, she got three kids. Her husband left us. She moved to the projects, and what is she doing? A waitress that gets her ass slapped every time. <laughs> that every table seems like. Um. I don't know uh, if you guys have this, man. Um, Chris, I know you follow by, you know, you follow on Twitter probably by some of your fans. Dark Hater, I know you have YouTube people that follow you and f- fans of your podcast. Has anybody ever told y'all they had a dream about you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, like, and this is happened to us a couple times, man. Mm-hmm. The first time someone dreamed we had a kid. Which I was like, I think that's a nightmare because I don't want to have no kids. Nope, so, I'm good. Like, why would you fuck me up like that in your dream? But, um, like, and now has anyone ever had a dream about you that, you know, it was not that flattering? Like, it was something that you like, oh, no, don't I wouldn't yes. do that. Yes, okay. It was back when I was doing the Dark Hater show. I read the email on the show. And the only thing that was terrible about it is it was a dude. He's like, I had a dream. I said, man, I don't hear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that ended that conversation. Because the hidden subtext of every, the hidden subtext of every I had a dream conversation is no matter who it is or what they're saying, if you start a sentence with I had a dream about you, the un, the hidden sentence I always hear is, and we were fucking. I don't care who it is. It could be my mama, but I'll be like, why are you telling me this? Stop now. Abort. Abort. Yeah. Um, but okay, so yeah, this person I saw, they, now they didn't, now to their credit, they didn't directly mention us, but they used the hashtag for the show. So I was on Twitter looking at the hashtag for the show, seeing what people were talking about, and I just saw this random tweet and it was like, uh, yeah, and Rod and Karen was in the dream too, and I was like, well, what the fuck is this? So, you know, I clicked on that person's timeline, I'm reading, it's like, yeah, I had a dream last night, it was crazy. And it's like, I dreamed that, uh, this person's never met us, by the way, but they was like, I dreamed that, uh, the black guy took, they was in it, and, uh, Rod was plotting on how to kill Karen, and I was helping him. <laughs> you trying to take me out, sir? I'm like, nigga, keep these dreams to yourself. Yeah, like some old psycho shit. You, you know the worst is, is female dreams, though. That you ever notice that women remember their dreams, and their dreams make sense. Yeah, like, my dreams don't never make sense. It's like motherfuckers I ain't seen in fifteen years, all in one place, unrelated to one another, and we walking on the ceiling or some shit. Women's dreams are always—they're always on point. Okay, so I walked in, right, and they tell you everything. There was the curtains on the right, and then there was the back door. That's how we I talk to the fucking point, right? We're very detailed. He to kill me, and then I punched him, and then I did a flip, and this I do. <laughs> yeah, my dreams, I just wake up, like, uh, feeling whatever the last emotion of the dream was. Yeah. So it's just like, like, it's like, I think Karen was cheating on me. You wake up angry or some shit. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? She's just sleeping like a baby. Oh, what? Without a can of I think yeah. Yoli the Jew said she had a dream about us. She said she had a dream I was, uh, I think, uh, feeding her some food and it turned her on while you was there. See, <laughs> like, I guess, I guess my question is, like, what is it that makes people feel the need to tell us, like, we was in the dream? Like, they, <laughs> they tell it to you, like, like, they're gonna be like, hey, man, I had a dream about you last night. Uh, we were riding on a roller coaster. I had the same dream. <laughs> yeah, man. Remember, remember that part? <laughs> More than likely is, for us, is a lot of these people, 
are probably listening to us on their iPods or whatever, and then they fall asleep. And then, you know, oh. we've all fell, fell asleep with the TV on and shit, and then the Superman's yeah. in your dream. You're like, what's this nigga doing in my dream? <laughs> Flying by. You wake up, oh, it's because the movie was on. Okay. You know, so I'm, I'm assuming that that has a lot to do with it. Maybe that's it, man. Maybe you figured it out. But that shit is weird, man. It's, I just think if you if it's something that's not flattering, I think y'all should keep those to yourself. Now, if it's something that's cool, like, hey, man, I dream. Like, no one ever comes up to me and says, hey, man, I dreamed that you was a millionaire. I'd be like, yes. That's what I'm talking about. I, Fuck yeah. We I, was driving go-karts and everything, I my nigga. I know. But, but, like, <laughs> but like, I dreamed y'all bedroom was a full-fledged studio. That's right. the kind of dream I want. Right. I, I dreamed that we went to the club and we had all the bitches. Like, really? Wow. Don't, <laughs> now, don't tell Karen about this part of the dream. <laughs> just just make it rain. Make yeah. it rain. That's all I ask. Was, was they white? Was they white? But, um, nah, <laughs> but, but, but yeah. This girl tell me one of my friends said, oh, I had a dream that we were dating. I was like, oh, word? Um, you see, you trying to go out? She's like, no, I don't. I'm over it. <laughs> oh, that a bitch. Damn. So I, don't talk, I don't talk. I had a dream that we were dating. And you know what, Chris? You really need to grow up. Anyway, <laughs> like, that was, an yeah, <laughs> you need to stop looking at my sister like that. Like, what are you talking about? Um, yo, yeah, man, I think um, I'm gonna start uh, calling um, really embarrassing moments where people forget what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, cannabis moments. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> at the, like after seeing that video, we played some last week, man. Hey dog, um, like if I'm at a presentation at work and I, I forget my shit or something like that, I'm just gonna say that's a cannabis moment, man, cause that, that shit is embarrassing as fuck, man. Yes, it is. Oh <laughs> that was the- you, you know what? Uh, you, you know, I produced for a cannabis album in the past. Yeah. And I actually called it, it, all that. I found out about that whole shit right after the Pacquiao Bradley fight. Right, so I'm, I'm I'm reeling over that. Then I call my boy who's who's there at the battle, and I said, "How did it go?" Oh man, cannabis got ate up. I was like, "What by disaster?" Because <laughs> you know, I know I know that kid disaster too. And cannabis wasn't even tripping, man. The cannabis like he didn't give a fuck. He was like, "Yeah, man, I just wasn't on." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he, he didn't. He, I, his fans care more That's than he. It? That's all he said. Yeah, he just damn. Said, well, okay, for for okay, this is something just between us, right? right. Us right here. Everybody, <laughs> your, uh, everybody, turn your speakers down. <laughs> <laughs> um, cannabis actually suffered a, uh, a a beating, a police beating, a week before. This that, is like oh. is in a sling, oh. and uh, he, he he's got a concussion. I'm not making excuses for him, but yeah. just so y'all know, he he's suffered a concussion because he he has some problems at the Canadian border, and they beat his ass. Well, he does kind of look like an alien, so I could get that man. Because got beat up in Canada, like at the Canadian border. Dude, let me tell you something about this, man. The dude, he's got a, a few loose screws, as I'm sure you gathered over the years. But I've seen him bug out. I've seen him bug out, like, to, to the point where, like, we might have to leave this nigga here, man. Like, dude, chill the fuck out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I'm assuming he had an episode like that. And, um, damn. Uh, the, 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 the Border Patrol was like, all right. Well, I mean, I Take think some of that. the thing is, man, I think he is a little touched in the head, man, because like on his blog, he wrote some shit about being abducted by aliens and and put it on his Tumblr. And then his, his manager quickly denied that it was a uh, postal cannabis. But then they deleted that shit and shit off the, off the, off the air. I mean, off the uh, Tumblr after everybody found out about it, like. I don't know, man. Some might be up with that dude, man. You know that. No, he, he's, he's, he's out there. He's out there. But th- th- this, this lends to his genius. 
Right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like you, that's what makes. When you look at any anybody that's considered a genius in whatever craft they do, they're they're always a little bit left of center. Mm. He's just way way left of center. Well, all jokes right. aside, man, he might you know they might need to look into getting him some some serious like mental health. Man, it sounds like you know it could be getting pretty bad if uh, he's a. Uh, I mean, he looked pretty, pretty manic or something during that rap battle, man. Like it wasn't, he wasn't focused or something, man. Like he just wasn't there. What's wrong? Yeah. Well, well I'm, I'm thinking, I, I, you know, when I worked with cannabis, it was right when he came back from Iraq mm-hmm. and or was it Afghanistan. He, he was in one of those places, and something happened to him over there. Because anytime I would ask him about that, you know, he'd be like, "Man, I, you know, I, I don't want to talk about that. You mm-hmm. know, he just shut it off." So I, he could be suffering from post-traumatic stress syndrome uh, that, that just went unchecked. Um, he, uh, I, he got an apartment in Vegas one time, and I remember going there, and he had not one piece of furniture, but he had, he had books. This motherfucker was asleep. He had a mattress of books. Damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he would just read. He didn't need light, air, sex, or food. Fuck, <laughs> man. Just wow. Read. Yeah, I wonder, man, because, you know, we don't always treat mental Ill- issues like very seriously in our community we don't especially right. when you when you're a money maker for a lot of people you know i'm sure a lot of people look the other way on that shit like hey just keep spitting them lyrics dude well with him it's his legend it's his legend because when he came out he came out so strong and like very oh there's my very God, few, he did. yeah yeah there's, there's very few instances in hip-hop history that we heard somebody like that and, and, and picked up the phone and said yo man you got to hear this nigga this nigga is ridiculous um and and, and everywhere he goes uh, and I know this from experience. There's always someone there. It's like, oh my God, it's cannabis. It's cannabis. You mm. know what I'm saying? This dude ain't put out an album in 15 years. Uh, he's never had any, you know, real, true commercial success. But because of his underground legend, he, there's always going to be people who will excuse his behavior because of mm. his legend and because of his genius. You know, oh, he's just eccentric. He's he's an artist. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think you, he might be suffering from some kind of post-traumatic stress. And I, I, I'm not alive for even saying that because I don't know. Right. right, I mean, we're all speculating right here. None of us are yeah. psychologists. Well, you get back so. to him, he'd be like, "Nigga, you was on the motherfucking show talking <laughs> about me, man." <laughs> <laughs> He's coming to Vegas soon. I'm trying I'm gonna to rip your mandible show. out. Yeah, <laughs> nah, he, <laughs> right. he gonna he gonna be like, "I got something to say." Hold up, hold up. You want to hear this shit or not, Dark Hater? Let me get my notebook. <laughs> yeah, hold up. <laughs> I yeah, I felt like something was off too because the way even the way he was reading it wasn't right. Like. Mm-hmm. Something was just not clicking right there, man. So, you know, I, I know I've seen people in like manic states before and shit like that. So it it could be anything, but like it just all I know is something wasn't right, and nobody really seemed to give a fuck. They're just like cannabis here, dog. That's it. That's it. And that, that's that's the story of his life. Everyone around him is like yes men, mm. and uh, like me. If he if he had been if I, if he had still we had still been on the same team, and I was there with him, there is no way he would have went into a battle. First of all, he would have never battled with a nobody like disaster. Right. Second of all, he would have been prepared. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, you ready? You ready? Okay, which verse you going to do? Which one are you going to do? You know, it, you know, but instead he's got these yes men. It's, like, it's cannabis. He got this. He got this. Right. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and I knew. Really I just didn't care. I knew the one dude was sketchy because he had no no shirt on. And that's that's yeah. never good. We had a button up look. With, that's yeah. never been in style. Mm-mm. The button up, unbutton, no, no shirt has never been in style Mm-mm. ever. In any yeah. period of fashion, I was like, "No, that normally that's a sign of a drunk ass uncle." I don't know. That's how I associate it. I see my, I see uncles at anybody's family reunion, cook out a fish fry. 
button up their shirt like that with their belly out. I was like, oh, it's time for my ass to go because <laughs> this is not ending well. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point, Karen. Um, all right, I got two cartoon-related uh, uh, thoughts, and then we're going to move into some articles, man. Um, how come Wonder Woman's uh, jet was invisible, but it didn't turn her invisible, too? Like and, and how to and, and and how the bitch find it on the runway? Right, like, <laughs> she probably ran into that shit. Like, is I mean, it just looks like a woman in a in a star spangled bathing suit flying <laughs> flying around in a seated position, sitting down in the sky. Yeah, yeah, like how's that even stealthy, man? Like it's just it looks even more crazy. <laughs> Look, mom, it's a flying patriotic whore. Do you do you think that she had an alarm system for it? Like, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> yeah, what the she... fuck is it? Boop, boop. I hit this shit. Boop, boop. Yeah, it really couldn't. It, it, all these invisible vehicles really um, were just uh, sexist men that were uh, drawing those cartoons back then because I think they were trying to highlight that the, the, the you know the stereotype that women can't drive. So. <laughs> It's like you can't tell how you can't tell how beat up the car is if you never see it. Yeah, that's true. Um, the second cartoon related thought that I had today was um, first of all, does Popeye still come on TV? Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. The original or they remade it? Yeah, yeah. Karen, is it the original, like the old school, or is it like some remakes or something? The old school. They hadn't remade it in years. Like, like I hadn't seen anything new, new, new in years. But I'm talking about the old school ones. Hey man, they need to take that shit off the air, dog. I was thinking about that shit. Um, Brutus is a fucking rapist. <laughs> I've seen him before. Like, how are you just gonna put that shit on? I can't believe we got to watch that as kids. This nigga will wait for Popeye to leave and try to rape his wife every fucking episode. Yes, sir. What? It, if you, it, it, nothing else it makes his, sense. It will be his friend in some episodes. Right. Be sick. And maybe this is just me. And you got me thinking of random thought. This. She was skinny. Am I the only one who was like, okay, she ain't got no ass. Right. She ain't got no yeah. titties. And y'all are fighting over this woman who yeah. looks like a pencil. Yeah, I thought that was odd too, man. But th- I can't get over the fact that even when they had the episodes where they were friends, if Popeye goes to the store for spinach, this dude's trying to rape his wife. Like, who got a friend like that? <laughs> like always i know the Steelers probably don't let rofflesberger come down their house for cookouts and shit like this is this doesn't even make fucking sense dude mm. I, I i thought I, I, I thought about that today man i was like i, I hope it's i hope kids aren't being subjected to that because that that's not a good lesson to learn it's, it's kind of hard to find them it's like sometimes they do it as little snippets or like bits and pieces it's hard to find like the whole series play you know right. they don't do them like that no more well, but rest th- assured these kids today ain't playing that shit. Trust me. I try to show some of my old favorites to my kids. They be like, man, you better turn this shit off. This hand-drawn shit. <laughs> this ain't no Justice League. Yeah, you know what, man? And uh, Plus, the kids now, man, the funny cartoons, the ones that we had... Uh, I think they were more racist and shit like that. But yes, the, ones, the ones that the kids have now are so, like... You gotta be how to understand. I, well, no, you know what they're doing now? in the cartoons is it's real slick what they're doing uh because I, I i and i noticed this back with the powerpuff girls i used to watch that with my daughters i love powerpuff girls and what they're doing is they're making it for the whole family so they're putting little subtle clues like that are too intelligent for a, a, the young audience to get but the adult can get like there was one episode where the, the dad was about to go on a date and then the girls were getting him ready making his hair up and dressing him up 
And then the little girl says, don't forget these, and puts them in his, his jacket pocket. Mm. And my daughter's eight, you know, that's went right over their head. But I was like, does that little bitch just put condoms in this nigga pocket? Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know it, that happens all the time when I watch these kids' cartoons now. They're, they're really for us. Yes, they are. They're and, not and, even for kids. Like, kids no. can't be getting half of the fucking jokes and, and this shit. And, like, for me, I'm a huge, I love them, and I'm a huge uh, SpongeBob SquarePants fan. Mm, that's another And my that. thing is that... This sponge has a fucking job. What do kids know about job and working and flipping Krabby Patties and having the balls and having a nigga as a co-worker with eight tentacles? <laughs> what do kids understand to comprehend about this? Well, I'll tell you one thing they, I hope they don't comprehend is Brutus raping olive oil every fucking episode. And Pepe Le Pew was a rapist, too. Yeah, like, that's more oh, obvious boy. that he was a, he was a definitely a rapist. And that one taught a real bad lesson because at the end... It basically was, the woman will always succumb to his charms because she had no choice. It's like a, it's like a Tyler Perry movie or some shit. Like, <laughs> you gonna every, love me. Everything bad would happen to that cat that was, she was like, fuck it, I'm a skunk then. And you know what? Yeah. He, and just like a Tyler Perry movie, he wouldn't want her ass no more. And she would be running the whole movie, running and falling and yeah. shit and tearing shit up. She get that white stripe on the black, uh, fur. And it's like, oh, you a skunk too, and then the whole show she's trying not to be a skunk, and then finally at the end she's like, fuck it, I'll, I'll, I'll date this nigga, and then he's like, mm, get off of me, now I'm running. Yeah. That's that's pretty much your typical Disney cartoon, though. That's why girls so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, if you stay with the beast long enough, you may get him to change. Yeah, we don't we don't fucked up these chicks' heads. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that's a good segue into uh, one of the reasons we had uh, Dark Hater on the show, aka Mr. Gates. Or Hater Rossi. Um, he recently released a uh, video. Um, it's actually a one hour long audio presentation, but he had a two uh, minute long uh, video clip that's like a uh, pr- promo for the uh, presentation. And so many people apparently are getting ticked off about just the actual uh well not so many actually if you look at the the video on youtube it has 779 likes and only 32 dislikes so you know it's it's just that thing where you know the people that don't like your shit are more vocal than the people that agree um which i think anybody that puts out uh content on the internet knows <laughs> it's like oh i like that and i'm not gonna say a word to you and then there's all these people that's like nigga you need to change this <laughs> like okay um, so he has a two minute video and I'm going to play the promo real quick, but it's, uh, die hood rat died. You want to set it up at all? Uh, Mr. Gates? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's going to speak for itself. Uh-huh. Um, have you heard, have you guys had an opportunity to hear the entire presentation? I, I have not heard the entire presentation. I, um, I, I thought about it today, but I was already at work, but I was like, damn, I need to hear the whole thing. But, um, you know, Before I figure we get we, off today. I'm, I'm going to make sure you guys are still hooked up over there. Uh, okay. are, have you guys tried to log in there? I, I have not tried to log in in a minute. I got I, I, but I, I have all my passwords and stuff on my other computer. So I, I'll check as soon as the show is over, man, because I, I, you know, I still go there and get the other episodes. OK, word, word. all right. Let me play this for everybody uh, out there in the uh, podcast land. In case you don't know by now, I hate hood rats. The hood rat is a virus that is destroying the African-American community. Black ghettos continue to exist because hood rats keep them populated. Black-on-black crime continues to escalate because hood rats are gangbanger factories who lay under various inadequate men and therefore have no idea how to raise one. I despise hood rats. They are the living dead, a waste of space, zombies. And just like zombies, everything they touch also becomes the walking dead. 
living solely off the efforts and brains of others. Somebody needs to pay for all my children. Niggas ain't shit, she tells her daughter, and never makes a connection between her words and the fact that her 16-year-old little girl just got knocked up by a 32-year-old repeat offender whose hood rat-ass mama told him the same thing. She spends eight straight hours at Buttercup's house getting her weed done, only to have it ripped out the next day in a swap meet rumble with another hood rat who shares the same baby daddy. Her son never had a chance. He never knew his father. So he had to rely on her testimony. Yo, daddy ain't shit. She repeats again and again. And he believes her. Hell, why shouldn't he? He wasn't there. And it isn't until he enters the prison gates and receives his number that he realizes it was her who chose to lay with that bum ass nigga. It was her who told him just like his father, he wouldn't be shit either. And there he is. I cannot stand hood rats. So then he had to show off his beat making skills for a second. <laughs> I do like that beat. I want that whole beat. The only thing that would be better if he said, we ruin everything. I was waiting on it. I yes, me lie. too. Um, okay. All right. So like what's been the reaction to just the um, actual two minute promo, um, you know, out there, you know, on the Internet and stuff? Well, it's been mostly positive. I mean, as you can see from the, the, if you just go through the comments, you see the back and forth. You know, I never respond. I rarely respond. I did do a response to this video uh, because, uh, you know, I felt I, all of the attacks, with the exception of one, one singular, uh, all of the attacks have come from black women mm. who just simply did not understand. You know, they've seen this trailer. And, and what they're not understanding is the reason why I did the Die Hood Rat Die, Die campaign is because I am personally tired of black women being uh, represented um, wrong in, in the media. Mm. You know, they're being represented by hood rats, you know, constantly. You know, no matter, if you, even if you're talking about a cartoon on Family Guy or American Dad, if they put a black female character in there, she's going to be the neck rolling loud, you know, and, and, and this comes to represent all African-American women as a whole. And, and uh, I mean, if you don't believe me, you just go to work tomorrow and tell one of your white friends, to do their best impersonation of, a, of an African-American woman. And they're all going to do that, mm, mm, you know, snapping their fingers mm. and all that. And, and not all black women act this way. Right. And so... Um, I'd say the vast not, majority don't. You, you say what? I would even oh, yeah, go yeah, so yeah, far yeah. as to say the vast majority of black women don't act like that. Exactly. Because very few black women, in my experience, act this way. Right. You know, and, but uh, to the rest of the world, this is all that exists. And this is why there's articles in Psychology Today, you know, talking shit about about our women, you know, and, and these are our sisters, our mothers, you know, and, and uh, all of this, all of these images that are on Maury Povich every day, all of these images that are on Judge Joe Brown and all these, you know, they, they get the most, the loudest, most outrageous black women on there. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, it's, and, and it, all of that is enforced by the fact that you got so many women uploading their own videos of booty popping or beating up somebody at a Waffle House, mm -hmm. you know, proudly. And, and this comes to represent African-American women as a whole. And so I, I you know, I, the whole die, hood rat die is to make, the, to draw a clear line between 
a real bona fide strong black woman versus the weak uh, virus because that's what she is. She's a virus, <laughs> you right? Know, and I really believe that. Okay, um, and uh, let me just go through some of the comments because, like I said, most of them are positive. Um, and it's just random comments. It's uh, one says, "I don't hate hood rats. I feel sorry for them. They have not evolved from the mindset that has kept them enslaved. When the white slave master used to separate the woman, the women from the men, and impregnate young slave women with no male figure to be found, this practice carried on years after slavery has ended. So hating them doesn't set you aside or above anyone else. We should be trying to help them. You must understand." that this is a lifestyle stem from slavery people know your history see now now a, a, a listener like that is the ones that get on my nerves because mm-hmm. everything they just said is in die hood rat die i go through the history of why the hood rat exists you know i, I, I break it down you know and it, it, most of these women who are complaining they haven't taken the time to listen and this includes uh kirsten west savali uh the, the respected female writer uh, over at clutch magazine you know, she wrote a scathing article on it. I'm like, you didn't even, you know, so I gave her the episode. Mm. She did not respond to me. Mm. Okay, because she knows now she can't hold her same position, honestly. Because everything she wrote about me was off of a two-minute trailer. She's now, blaming black I, women for everything. Now, how much of that do you think comes from also the fact that... Uh, it's the internet, and I feel like people don't want to invest the time. Like, if you can condense something down to two minutes, and, you know, I would say that this trailer is a bit salacious. Like, it, it, it makes you want to go hear the rest. That's like, for me, that's what it makes me do. But I think a lot of people see stuff on the internet, and it's like, okay, two minutes? I got two minutes to form a complete opinion about this person. But, but an hour? No, fuck that. Yeah. I'm not going to listen for an hour and, you know, listen to this man explain his point of view and how he arrived at it. I'd much rather look at this trailer, post it on my blog, say this dude is a piece of shit and walk away. Well, yeah, that's, that's the problem within our community. You know, I mean, we, we've always been screaming about change. We always scream about, you know, it, 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 it nothing changed, it ain't nothing changed for the black man since whenever. It's like because mm-hmm. y'all motherfuckers don't want to change. Mm. You still eat the same food. You still have the same habits. You still, if you always do what you always done, you always get what you always got. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it's, it's it's as simple as that. You know, we've been complaining about problems in the African American community. Why is there so much the dropout rate so high? Why is it the uh, the gangbangers and this and that and the other? Ninety percent of these kids are all results of a hood rat upbringing. Mm. Real talk. <laughs> a single black mother. Seventy percent of, of black kids are being raised out of wedlock. Now we've been blaming the men for years. We've mm-hmm. been blaming the white man. We've been blaming the White House. We've been blaming politicians, teachers, but no one has ever stopped and said, "Wait a minute, what role are you women playing in this?" Because you're the one raising these little misogynist motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're the one that's raising these dudes. To, uh, you know that 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 because when you look at a gangbanger, what you're really seeing is you're seeing a man. Who is trying to contain female energy? He's projecting female energy. That's why he's so emotional. You know what I'm saying? You'll mm-hmm. notice gangbangers are the only ones who will wear their they'll fashion their hair like women. They'll 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 braid it up, would put barrettes on it and shit. And this comes from the emasculation of the mother, the hood rat mother who hates men because her father wasn't there. This nigga left her with this little boy, and she hates the fact that she had a little boy, so she feminizes him right off the bat, puts barrettes in his hair, and he grows up and keeps that same feminine quality but yet he knows that he's supposed to be a man but he's now he's all mixed up 
and this is where you get your your, your these uh, these wild emotional violent responses you know so i just think it's time that we be honest and really take a look at the role that the women are playing because these women are the ones that's choosing niggas that look like rappers mm-hmm. but who don't have no kind of money like a rapper <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> and giving birth to these kids uh just so they can keep a man they don't even give a fuck about the kid okay because they're trying to keep him you know yeah and you know, so that that that's what the whole Die Hood Rat Die campaign is about. And it's controversial. I mean, you know, nobody wants to, you know, especially black women in America, they do not want a, a finger pointed at them. But, I mean, it, we, we just, it's about time that we at least investigate it. Well, I think mm-hmm. one thing with black women is that they get so many fingers pointed at them from so many different directions, told they're not attractive, told that they, you know, they ain't shit, you, you can't find a man, uh, you're bossy, Wait, you're mean, you know um, and all this shit. So I think... You know, uh, of course they're going to be sensitive to another finger being pointed at them. Well, no. Well, well the, 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 the reason why people are saying that other stuff that you just said mm-hmm. is their own fault. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, not enough good sisters are making themselves vocal. This is why I love your brand so much. You know what I'm saying? A, a happily black, young, married couple. That is so... That's like, what? Wait, how the fuck are they doing that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so... Uh, but but the, most images that we see, anytime they show, you know, my boy Tariq Nasheed talked about this on his uh, one of his past radio shows. Anytime they show a couple, a black couple on television, it's always dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always dysfunctional. It's rarely is it a happy, a happy, a happy marriage. You know, every once in a while we we'll get a Cosby show or you know a show like that. But for the most part, they're depicted as the woman being like. Mm. The guy being some kind of cheater or just being lazy or something like that. This has a real effect on the young, you know what I'm saying, young people who see it, mm. you know, especially these kids who are growing up in single parent homes. They're like, well, this is what relationships are supposed to be. Mm. And my daddy ain't here. You know what I'm saying? Or, or you know, my mama, my mama kind of acts like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, well, yeah, I, I, I deviated I, from my original point, but nah, but mm-hmm. nah, I, nah, I had a question. That was, uh, that was an answer to the question. Uh, Karen, it sounds like you wanted to say something. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Mhm mhm I, I I do want to say something I have um and and like I said and I'm and I'm honestly say I hadn't seen the hour thing and I and I and I will go back and watch it once we watch well, listen to it, it. We'll, we'll go back and listen to it mm-hmm. once I listen to, once once I get a chance but I um to an extent I understand the problem that I have is that this particular population I do agree with you it's a very very a uh, small percentage that gets the loudest voice. It's a very small percentage. The most uh, ignorant uh, and, and a lot of times ignorant acting people a lot of times get the cameras on them. And they do have a tendency to represent or the media presents them as a representation of all black people. Mm. The problem that I have is that I disagree with some of your statements. Black women are okay. blamed, and bla- and people come at black women from all kinds of ways. We are uh, we we have to deal with sexism. We have to deal with racism. We have to deal with a lot of times even men in our own community coming down against us because of male privilege. Mm. 
And a lot of times they come at us in a manner that they don't even realize is condescending to us. When sometimes they just think they're just being a man. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I guess I'm speaking just from my perspective. And I guess being a black woman, you get tired of just constantly fingers being pointed at you. You're not pretty enough. You're not good enough. Your hair's nappy. We don't like this about you. We don't like this about you. They, they making stupid ass articles coming out talking about uh, comparing um, black women to this or comparing black women to that. And you're not good enough. You're never going to amount to anything. And yeah. to and, and to an extent, I, 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 I agree with you that that demographic does exist. But yeah. the problem that I have is that Sometimes people harp on that demographic so much that it makes the people that are trying to do everything they can is it, it, for them. It, it makes them angry because they're like, okay, he and, and and nothing against you, but but for a lot of people, it's like, okay, here we go, another fucking video, an, yeah. an, another negative representation of us, yeah. you know. Well, you know, uh, Karen, I really do appreciate your passion. I understand, and 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 I'm. It's you're the first black woman that i've actually been able to talk about with you know talk to directly about this um because everyone else has been through emails or through you know just you know their eyes are shut they're not hearing nothing i'm trying to say i do appreciate your position i understand um but and and the, the, the way you feel is exactly what i'd like to see remedy the way so many black women feel and i think and and, and, and it's a very uncomfortable truth but i really think that the uh what needs to be done is that good black women need to separate themselves from that hood rat. You know, the, the bottom line is I have so many black women that, that are so offended about by what, I, what, what they heard. Mm -hmm. They don't understand that I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about these women who are representing and making you look bad, too. I need you to separate. But when you start to defend them, and I'm not saying you're doing this, but yeah. there's so many black women who are defending them. I'm like, you're putting yourself up there with them. And while you're, while you're taking a stand for them, they're robbing your purse. They don't give a shit about you. Mm. You got to separate yourself from them and, 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 and make yourself visible. That, like I said, that's why I love this brand. You know, and so. Um, now, now, Chris, as a black man that only dates white women, how do you feel about this? <laughs> How do you figure that? Just <laughs> <laughs> because I watch Pretty Little Liars and shows on ABC Family doesn't mean an equal opportunity. <laughs> I think when immediately when I heard this, I was thinking about there's a movie that uh, uh, based on a novel by Richard Price called Clockers that Spike Lee did mm -hmm. directed. Yeah. And there's a, 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 a part of the movie where one of the cops, uh, white cops, talks about uh, a cycle of shit, how, like, black people kind of do it to themselves, and they it's just a never-ending cycle, and then we just kind of cancel each other out. That's kind of what the initial thing I thought. It's a lot to unpack. It's, it's a lot to do with, uh, you know, us being seen by white people as a monolithic group, because I, I think... Uh, Mr. Grant, you you mentioned something about um, oh god uh, about how 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 people do there. If you go to your coworkers and 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 they'll they'll say, "What's your impression of a black woman?" They all do the same thing. Yeah. And and I think and 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 that's one thing that we we all struggle against. And and I think as bad it is, as it is for us being black men, it's probably three or four times worse to be Karen. You know, just, yes. just just on that, just on the surface level, 
uh, being a woman and she's black. Um, it's it's just it's a lot to unpack, and and I, I think that um, it just kind of start like it, like Fonte's album Charity Starts at Home. It, it has to it has to start with how how we treat each other. Uh, I remember like last week I had a conversation with a black a black young black woman. She's like a couple years younger than me. He's like in her early 20s. And we were just talking about something, some random stuff. And I was like, I was trying to figure out how I could like talk to her. I was like, oh, well, you kind of, you might be a little young and you might be young. And she's like, oh, that's how, that's how people try to do me and like black men. Try. I was like, no, no, no. I just want to see how old you are. Maybe you don't get this reference. Let me, let me relate to you. Mm-hmm. She was ready to, she was ready to like, go to war and i was like no 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 it's not even about that just just have let's have a conversation well i think i think also when you're when you feel like your life is a battlefield you're always ready for war like it doesn't yeah Yeah. like because like like what i've noticed um and this i mean as black men i think we also deal with this or people that like hip-hop um, I think we've all been kind of victimized by the stereotype and it's, and it's like, we don't actually control the stereotype. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, like that's, that's one thing that I don't know if we can ever do as much as I would, I would like to hope for and love, I would love for the representations of black people on TV to be, you know, be well, more positive. I actually don't think it needs to be completely positive. I actually mm-hmm. think, no. I actually think true, true equality is when you can be as anxious as white people and, and your color don't matter yeah people don't That's care right but um but as far as like uh our representations on tv i don't know if we will ever have a unified like front of okay we know white people are gonna look for the most ratchet shit they can put on the internet tv all black people everybody at the black meeting put show of hands <laughs> We are who all is going to not act a fool for the next year. So VH1 goes out of business. I don't think that should ever happen because somebody's always going to, you know, be acting a fool. It's just like I think it's too much to hope for almost. Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Well, it's too much about like it's not that I'm hearing this from you guys, but yeah, just it's just too much of of how how do we look for in front of white people? Right. I, I. I'm sick and tired of like it's so much of a burden being black. Like I love being black and I love who I am and where I come from. But I just sometimes I just want to be Chris. Hey man, I just want to be a dude. Like it's so much. I'm black and I'm this and I'm you know. Like I went to buy prime example. I went to buy my dad a Father's Day card. I go into Target. And you know how they have those in rhythm cards or, or mahogany cards? Yeah. Like they're too intense. Like you open up the card, it's a Negro spiritual. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a poem, like a Maya Angelou poem. It's like, yeah. Father, when you came inside my mother, you came inside my father, you it's a, it's a, uh, the world. And it's just like, yo. There's a picture of Christmas addicts on the front of the card. Yeah, man. It's just so. It's 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 just like it's too much. I just want to be like, Dad. Thanks for coming to my baseball game. Enjoy the DVD. You're. I love you. You know. It, it's just. It's too much of a burden. And I think once 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 we as a people, once we just start to feel comfortable with ourselves and just kind of just try to be people and develop outside of our blackness. It's, I don't know if that's the right no. thing. Hey, I don't no, know. That, no, that's absolutely correct. And 
Uh, what it's going to take is okay. We we live in European society now. That's just what Western society is. Right. Uh, we are no, we our our connections to Africa are pretty much lost. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to accept that. You know what I'm saying? Other than genetically, we really don't have we don't have the same customs. We, we you know what I'm saying? Our connection is lost. We are a new people now. This generation. And the generations that come after us are getting further and further away. We yeah. are a new people. I ain't from you Africa. Mean, I show. I show. You from Africa? You African yeah. booty scratcher? Yeah, we. we, and, we they are the, and they don't like us. African, most generally, yeah. they don't. Oh, like oh, us. they don't. But, but, but at the same time, we are the richest black people on the planet, uh, as far as collectively, and we are the most influential black people on the planet. Everything is governed. Shit, fashion, damn near. It's for when it comes to youth, music, all of that shit comes from right here. You know what I'm saying? And with that type of responsibility, we have a responsibility to represent correctly. You know what I'm saying? Because when you, you take your ass over to France, they'd be like, what's up, my nigga? What's going on, nigga? You'd be like, whoa, 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 hold on. Well, you're from America, right, nigga? You'd be like, yo, yeah. chill. But if you in France, I mean, that's pretty accurate. You would be a nigga in Paris. <laughs> there yeah. you go. It's all right. Anybody else? No. Yeah. Well, you know, what we need to do, oh, no, I was going to say what we need to do as black people is we need to do like white people do. White people separate themselves from that white trash shit. They be like, man, that's why they don't even be tripping. That's why a white trash motherfucker can't hurt white people because the other white people don't give a shit. They be like, oh, us, we be like, oh, my God. Every one of us has gotten embarrassed because we were somewhere and some black person acted up. We was, oh, my God. Yeah. Why you got to do this shit when I'm here? <laughs> so what about um so all right so like in the case of this video right are we kind of um concentrating on those black people with this video by saying that like by putting a, a spotlight on them again or like and i'm not saying i believe this um necessarily i'm just playing devil's advocate no i'm just kidding um <laughs> no nah, seriously no nah, but seriously are, aren't we kind of highlighting them again and giving them more uh you know a little bit more um shine for this or or do you feel like it, it, you're saying enough uh negative about them that it, it will be received as a uh you know hey i'm not endorsing this lead you know let, let's stop this shit well the trailer was designed to do exactly what it did and that was to go viral and that was to raise some eyebrows like is this nigga crazy <laughs> you know and 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 get them over to haterazzi.com it was a marketing uh, ploy you know mm-hmm. um and when they get there the very first thing they're going to hear as soon as they buy the entire podcast is that opening but mm-hmm. then i get into it. i get into the history of it i get into the reason you know, and, 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 you know, I'm urging, especially black women, black women separate yourselves from this hood rat shit. Mm. Do not defend these women because they don't give a shit about you. They, they, trust me, they, they are, you know, we, we, like I said, we've been blaming the, the men and we're not blaming all black women. That's what we're trying to tell. We're blaming hood rats. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're blaming hood rats. Hood rats are the ones that are littering the planet with gangbangers. That's what they do. So do you, so do you feel, cause I know you've also worked with children and stuff from, uh, uh-huh. you know, dif- disadvantaged, uh, backgrounds and stuff like that, um, in your past. Do you feel like these people could be quote unquote saved or educated and stop the cycle that way? Or do you just feel like, uh, jettison them off into space and, and fuck them? I, I would, I would go with the latter mm. <laughs> after a certain age, like shoot these niggas off the planet. But, 
Uh, I'm, that's, I'm just being honest. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I'm actually glad they get your perspective and your explanation about it. I don't like. It's not whether we agree or disagree. disagree. I yeah. really just wanted to hear what you know your full thoughts on the thing because I don't want to be like I saw two minutes of this shit and, and fuck dark hater. Like I, no, I, I want to hear. I know there's thought behind it. I know you wouldn't just well, throw this shit on the internet for no reason. And I do too. Yeah, and I know that the children can be saved. And, and you know what? The, the part of my frustration is working for seven years in the classroom with the children of hood rats mm. and the progress I would make in six hours to have it be erased every day when they have to go home with their hood rat mamas and their, their random crip boyfriend, you know what I'm saying, every day. Mm. And then I'm like, okay, this, this program, and I know this, this program, this special education program is designed to, to, um, to send these kids right into prison. That's mm. their college. You know what I'm saying? Unless this kid has neurological damage or so you know the autism or something like that, these weren't these, these kids were just bad. <laughs> these kids were just bad. And my job, I thought my job was to fix them and get them back into the regular curriculum. It wasn't. My job is to babysit them and mm. pass them through the next grade, pass them through the next grade, and then pass them right into prison. That's what it's all about. They build prisons based on the performance of the kids in school. You know, so. If we're going to make a change, we have to be honest. We got to stop looking outside of our own house. We got to stop looking at the neighborhood saying, man, y'all need to fix that shit over there. Like, no, let's fix it right here and let's be honest. It might not be comfortable, but we have to be, we, some changes need to be made and it needs to be radical. Mm. And, and, and I guess as uh, just the black community, when you, before when you was talking about how white people have tended to separate themselves, but for some reason in our society, in our country, white people have always been considered individuals, always. They're never looked at as a whole group, but for some reason the black community is a group. Like, even though I understand what you're saying, yes, even no matter how much I separate myself, I will never totally be separated. And so that's why when um, you come out, it's almost like a lash against all black women just for the fact that there's no separation for us. Yeah. And the thing yeah. is, like, I, I think people that listen to this show would recognize that I'm a pretty big advocate for black women in general. Um, and I think they get a lot of shade on their way. And it's really not. um it's really not necessary. Um, and t- definitely for this like video, um, I can see how someone would get their dander up because I mean, there's, it's just, it's, it's not even in the video. It's the circumstances outside of the video where black women are so grouped together yeah. that, that literally like you can have your shit together. But once people start talking about hood rats, you're like, they talking about me. Yes, sir. Like, you, like I don't know, and I, but I don't know that that association will ever be done with or whatever. Um, but, but honestly, when I heard it, I was like, I know what he's talking about. He's not talking about the vast majority yeah. of black women, but well, you know my, you're gonna, my work. yeah, right. And I know your yeah. work, obviously. Yes. And, um, you know, but, but I know that how, because, what he's doing is putting out this video. There's other people that have vi- similar videos to it where they're not separating. And they, they, oh, yeah. And yeah. so there's that association because mm-hmm. when you're attacked a lot, you know, it's kind of like when you hear someone say something like, um, I hate black people. They don't take out the trash. And you go, man, what the fuck are you talking about? I take out my goddamn trash. And, and it, but what they're saying is they hate this type of person that doesn't take out the trash. Now, is it still 
problematic that they're talking about black whatever you might can debate that but they actually aren't talking about you if you don't do that thing so i wonder how much of it is that is just people being like i'm fucking tired of you know uh i'll turn on the radio steve harvey's telling me think like a man uh tyrese is telling me he gonna you know how uh, not to mess with dudes on the down low and he gonna be the, the right black man to teach me some shit um uh, you know i'm watching uh movies i'm watching tv is if i'm not a basketball wife i'm uh fucking some dude and baby boy and you keep having this feeling i think of like uh this isn't me this isn't me this isn't me so when you see somebody else come out and say something about hood rats you've been fighting the this isn't me for so long that you that to you you're like why are you talking about me again and i think that's a lot of it but you know what's funny is i get i got a lot of support from african-american women they're like thank you right yeah well there's i think there's a lot of women who um will get it you know there's a lot of women who will get it but i think their immediate reaction for for a group of women is gonna be that isn't me and but i think you're talking about me you know what i'm saying like yeah for some women and and but i, I really think that, that that there's merit to uh some of the stuff you're saying i actually think that i do too now i think there's a lot of thought to it and um to some extent man um maybe it sounds controversial or not but i'll fucking say it. i have distanced myself from that type of person so um i'm not gonna sit up here and yeah, and, I, and I'm not about to sit up here and pretend like, no, nah, man, you know, I, I don't see nothing wrong with that lifestyle. No, I do. And and I've made choices in my life specifically to not live like that and just not associate with people like that. So I can't even sit up here and be full of shit and be like, no, nah, dog, hater, we need to do, we need to go in the hood and do when I, when the real truth is, I'm not going to do that. And, and the real truth is, I'm, uh, you know, cause people are going to blame the media. The, I, I will watch basketball wives. So I'm not even about to hit up, it's to be like self-righteous and be like, TV is fucking it up. No, I want to no. watch that. I actually do want to watch and, that and, shit. And, and I do too. And I don't, I don't have a problem with that. And, and I do, um, understand the points and I do understand the, uh, logic behind it. Uh, but my response is just, all, like you say, Roger say, watching that clip, you get that, if me just being a black woman, you get that initial anger where you're like, okay, yeah. I can't speak for everybody, all black women. Right. Well, I'm like, okay, here we go again. Right, well, there's no point in the video right. where, um, and it probably, I mean, and the thing is, if you put it in the video, then people probably don't even get interested in the first place and want to check it out. But there's really no point in the video where he's like, uh, yeah, this does not represent the vast majority of black women, and I'm not talking about all black women. I'm talking yeah. about specifically these hood rats. Because if you put that disclaimer on it, there's a lot of people who, you know, for better or worse, would not give a fuck about the video after that. They just be okay. like, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's real talk. And, and yeah, it's, it's, uh, and I never said black woman. I said right. hood rat. You know what I'm saying? If, if somebody made a video saying I'm sick of gangbangers, gangbangers make me sick, I'm going to watch that video with popcorn. I'm like, me too. <laughs> <laughs> us as black men, we separate ourselves from that. I, I'm urging black women to separate themselves. And us as black people, I know that's hard because all of us have hood rats in our family. We just yes. do. All of us have gangbangers <laughs> in our family. We just do. Yes. Well, you, well, you, well, I think you, it, go ahead, Chris. I think a lot of it is, is kind of what you brought up before. It's, it's just the fear of, of individuality as a black person. Can I still be down with the cause or whatever, the movement, whatever that is these mm. days, and then be an individual outside of that? It's like how white people don't have that burden where they can say, you see white people killing, shooting up postal. Well, that's not, that's not me. But if, if if it's a black dude, these you niggers are eating faces now. What's wrong with you, man? He, he had a problem, man. You know, we <laughs> man, exactly. you don't know what his life was like. 
so it's just the, it's that that it's a fear of separating yourself. It's like 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 why why can a guy like me and and Felder watch Pretty Little Liars and still and still be down with you know hip hop or or whatever that we're supposed to like as black people. Yeah, so it's just I, yeah. It's just a, it, I think a lot of that it just goes back to the whole thing is us being a a monolithic society or culture. If you, you if we're if we're depicted on a show, we're either the lowest of the low or the highest of the high. Like there's really no in between. When I think of that in between recently was just rock. The show Rock and mm-hmm. that that was like uh maybe fifteen years ago. Mm-hmm. Just when you just this is us being depicted on T V being like regular people. Middle class like people. Middle class. And and it's just I think that that has a lot to do with it. And I think the more you the more you try to rate we as the people, we as the people. I, I'm saying I'm here and I am saying that. But <laughs> it, it's the the more that that happens the more the kids are being raised to be individuals, I think you'll maybe you'll see a change. And I hope so, Chris. I I agree with you because yeah. there are times where I agree with you and Hater Rice where you just want to be an individual person. Like you yeah. just want to go out, do your thing, and just not be looked or judged or uh, characterized by anything else other than you just being you. Well, I will say this, man, to kind of sum it up so we can get on these articles, but um. Yeah, I, I see it from both sides. I can see how someone would get offended, and it's more of a the world that we live in. If you're a black woman, you constantly feel like someone's telling you some shit you need to be doing, and there's not much distinction being made. Like really, mm-hmm. like most of the, like we like, and and especially you know once we get to like a point where um, we're putting everything, all the onus for anything fucked up on uh, on on women. They're, they're going to start being like, yeah, well, I don't want to hear this now because this isn't me, but I feel like you're, you're going at me by grouping me in with everybody. So it's like they can't win for losing. So I can understand that response, but I also understand where Hater Rossi is coming from. I think the real problem is just that there's a lot of men, a lot. That are gonna only co-sign this because they hate black women. Yep, and, and they got and issues like, and problems. You know, them. it's like when you're making a good argument at the basketball court or something, but then that, but then that nigga that you that you know is dumb and everybody knows is dumb gets on your side, and that's yeah, what you're fucks like. It no, up. I don't want your support. But, but, you know what? And, and I'll be honest with you, I did have those, uh, you know, boycott black women, those type of cats right. coming to me. And I said, well, that's not what this is about, you know, and uh, you know, I, I quelled that right off the bat. That's yeah. not what this is about. Because, you know, I, like I, I think I saw someone even in our chat room that was um, let me go back up to this comment. But, you know, it, it was saying something about how, um, yeah, no matter what solutions you present to a woman, she won't change nothing until she sees no other way to solve the issue. Overly concerned with being independent. So, like something like that, I'm like, well, dog, you, you really don't need to be like. That's not the point of the fucking thing, though. Like, it's not like, yeah. you know, what they women. Then that's the fucking problem is they women. And it don't matter what you say. They just like if he's talking about hood rats, he's talking. But you got people that already had these issues and they're so used yeah. to, especially on the Internet. They're just so used to attacking black women and having this. this and, and, you know, we're talking about women right now. Um, instead of, you know, if we were talking about men, I'd be saying, you know, the opposite, but there's people that are so used to fighting these gender wars and shit that they just talk in these very general 
general terms and they they say these fucking things that you know with no type of sensitivity no type of understanding Mm -mm. and and it does divide people and it does and it and it does hurt people's feelings and it makes people not listen to them so it's like um i think when women heard this some women anyway when some women heard this they immediately went into like okay so is this about all women not being shit again and you know if the nigga that sends you the link to the video is that nigga that you know hates black women or got a picture of some white woman on his avatar like this is the future or some shit like that is <laughs> that's the shit that also hurts too so i mean there's so many issues at play man but i implore everybody go get the hour-long audio so you can have a full i do too opinion of it i'm gonna go get it myself man. i am too and, um, I, and i'll hit you back uh hey to Rossi, when i yeah when i do it because like i said my my response is just like off of the video and right. and, and, and just yeah. that little snippet so it's a difference once you get the history in the background yeah, if and the nothing else I'll, if nothing else i will vouch for the fact that dark hater or mr gates is a thoughtful dude he is very he very rarely just throws some shit out there without thinking about it so um i, I would say at least uh check him out uh go to haterasi.com please do y'all and uh, get the hour-long thing dog get a full perspective Real quick, I just wanted to highlight your point because you made a great uh, analogy. You said when when your whole life is a battlefield, you're ready to you're ready to fight, and and that's maybe that's probably why people see black women as warlike. Yeah, well, I mean, because I mean, yeah. honestly, dude, you get to because people think black men are extra aggressive, and, mm-hmm. and you know what? Yeah. To some extent, they're right because it's always some shit like. When's the last time you, you know, like if I have a white friend, it's like, hey, man, how come, um, you know, you don't, you don't really like the cops? It's like, well, it's not that I don't like the cops. Them niggas don't like me. Like, like, yeah. you know what I mean? I just want to drive from work to home and I can give a fuck about a cop uh, doing anything, you know, whatever. I like I don't just ride down the street, see a cop and turn up, flip the middle finger and, and start talking mm-hmm. shit. Like, I, it's just that once you have a certain history with somebody all of a sudden it's like harder to isolate yourself from that so i i think that's what a lot of people are are seeing with black women is that they're going um you know i you bring up these issues and then they start thinking about everything that's ever happened yeah. to them yep. and, and then they go back through it again right did you did you by any chance hear my latest podcast came out yeah actually um matter of fact fuck these articles i actually wrote something after listening to the last podcast okay. you talked about how to deal with the cops and i came up with my own list of how to deal with the cops uh to go along with yours man um okay first thing number one act like you know your rights okay yeah. most people don't know their rights uh and what they are during a police stop even the cops get it wrong many times leading people off uh letting people get off on a technicality um, so make some rights up. Uh, you tell officer if you have below a pound of marijuana for personal use, that's just a hundred dollar fine. I know my rights. Um, also when they're trying to pull you over, speed up. That's number two. Speed up and, uh, make gestures with your, make gestures with your middle finger for the cops to follow you to a dark secluded area, man. That's, uh, you want them to do that? Uh, get them over there by themselves. Um, use your mobile phone quickly if you get pulled over and, <laughs> post something on facebook like fuck these cops they got to see who's real tonight oh lord uh number four uh you know when getting pulled over by the cops make sure you turn your music all the way up uh put your hands out of sight you don't want them to know what you're doing trying to get shot keep the window rolled up at all times and act like you can't hear them you can't arrest what you can't hear dog think about that (laughs) 
tell if you got people in the car with you, that could be a dangerous situation. So what you want to do is tell everyone in the car to help you out when you talk to the officers. It works best uh, if they cheer and applaud like a deaf comedy jam audience every time you insult the cops. Oh, Lord. So it's like you say, well, what the fuck you pulled me over for, pig? And everybody's like, oh, shit, son. And high five <laughs> You called you a pig, dog? You know, the cop might be so embarrassed that he'll you go sit his ass down. Um, it don't work like that. Don't ever ask the cops why they pulled you over. Um, you tell them that they pulled you over for being a black man, regardless of what you were doing. <laughs> I don't care if you just hit a homeless lady after running a stop sign. You look at them. <laughs> That's you, the reasoning. You look at them cops and you say, it's because I'm a nigga, ain't it? And uh, you got you to gotta get the cops on their heels, man. They don't know how to address Keep them. Keep them on their toes, baby. Um, confess that you broke the law and then say what you going to do about it. Oh, um, Lord. A lot of cops, uh, they back down when they get challenged like that, and they don't like having it right in their face. Um, uh, consent to a search immediately. That's the first thing you want to do is say, search my shit. I don't give a fuck because even if they don't want to search your car, maybe they just pulled you over for speeding or something, if, 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 and they may they might not even be threatening to get a warrant. If you tell them to search your car, it's like reverse psychology. It's like, well, an innocent man would never tell me to search the car. You know what I'm saying? You trick him. Rod, let me interrupt you for a minute. For the record, for all the people listening, Rodney King did all of this shit. (laughs) (laughs) And he got a million dollars. Yes, he did. He got paid. I'm trying to get y'all paid, man. If you have something illegal in your car, especially say, don't say, go ahead and search my car. I don't give a fuck because that that really throws him off. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, RIP. Too soon. And I will say RIP to whoever follows this. Well, I got three more points, Chris. I mean, first of all, your only hope for this would be to have Christmas addicts, zombie abolitionists to help you out. (laughs) You have to hope that that happens. Uh, Only answer cops questions with your own questions. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You know how you know how fast you were going? How fast was I going, copper? You're right. That's good, Karen. You you already ready to do this. Yes, I am. Yeah. Did you see that stop sign when you passed it? Did I see that stop sign? That stop sign right there? Yeah. Do you see the stop sign? Um, decline to speak to your attorney. <laughs> do innocent people need attorneys? Of course not. Don't be stupid. Only You know who loves defense lawyers, Karen? Criminals. Yes. I don't need no stinking attorney. I'm going to tell you everything right here. And I know it will be used in the court of law against me. And the last point is always, always run from the police. Okay? <sighs> first of all, you're probably faster than them. Better have a them. bulletproof vest. You're probably faster than them. All right? They donate. They, they eat donuts. <laughs> they sit around on steakhouse all day. You can get away. You know the neighborhood better than they do. Um, and most of the time, they'll give up as soon as you start running. So just always run from the police. Um, because, you know, if you're innocent and someone ran up on you like they with a gun, wouldn't you run? Of course you would. So yeah, those are my tips for dealing with the police. You can go listen to Terrible the latest, advice. listen to the latest episode of Hey, the Rossi, uh, radio show. And, uh, you know, he has his that own way of dealing with it. Companion to it. That, that wasn't yeah. <laughs> well thought out, Hater Rossi. Well thought out. I thought that shit had worked today. I was like, I got to use this. <laughs> <laughs> See, see, you, 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 you sparking sharp minds, hey, Rossi. Um, <laughs> all right, this is just a quick uh, article. First of all, um, 
uh remember that dude who poisoned i don't know if you guys follow college football but he poisoned some trees or he got accused of poisoning trees uh his name is harvey updike um i guess he went to auburn's campus and they had these like illustrious trees that have all this rich history and they've been there forever so he put some poison in in the dirt and like and, and killed the trees they or, was hot <laughs> like because he's a alabama fan or some shit well supposedly he confessed outside of the courtroom during a break in the trial to a student newspaper. <gasps> like, I don't know if he, I don't know if he made, if the newspaper is making this shit up or if he's just this fucking stupid. But, um, uh, uh, during a break, he, he reportedly told the Plainsman reporter Andrew Yawn, with a terrible name for a writer, by the way. Yawn? <laughs> really? Anyway, but, uh, he said, did I do it? Yes. <laughs> like, the fuck? Huh? So, um, yeah, man, I just hope these trees get some justice, man, because a lot of people, they fight for the rights of chicks. Um, let's see, if he gets convicted, uh, it doesn't say how many years. But uh, I don't know, man, but hopefully he does as much time as humanly possible for this. Because a lot of people, you know, they fight for the rights of little kids. Uh, people fight for the rights of, you know, racial discrimination. I fight for the rights of our deciduous brethren the trees man nobody is fighting for the trees and i think this shit is disgusting it's despicable this man is the mike vick of trees and he needs to go and pay his fucking cost to society by going his ass to prison i don't care what what i don't care what else is going on um i bet you the tree huggers was protesting outside of that rally yeah um this this happened let me uh play this article real quick um uh this dude was uh trying to pick up chicks in a bookstore uh, I think we all are familiar with, uh, you know, spitting a little game to the ladies. Um, so this, this dude was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spit some game to these ladies. And he had a, a very original pickup line, if you will. Um, uh-huh. oh, let me rewind this shit so I can play it. But he had a very original pickup line that I thought was, um, might go over well with, uh, these women. Oh, I gotta reload this. Give me one second to reload this real quick. Hey, when this shit happens. Um, but yeah, he uh went inside a book of store bookstore, uh, started walking up to random ladies and was like, uh, you know, spitting game. Police were on the lookout for a man they say tried to drag a young woman out of a local bookstore. Channel 2's Kerry Cavanaugh is live in Gwinnett County where investigators say the man has approached three women in three days, Carrie. And Justin, as a result, Gwinnett County Police have increased their presence here at the Forum in Peachtree Corners. Throughout the afternoon, we have watched patrol cars cruising through this area. We found customers who say this is the last place they'd expect to hear a story like this. Uh, it's pretty scary. So now you have to think twice, even going to the Forum. Police say in the past three days, three young women have had dangerous encounters with a strange man at the shops at the Forum on Peachtree Parkway. The first happened Sunday night in this Barnes & Noble. Police say a man approached a 20-year-old woman who was looking at magazines. According to the police reports, the man said, quote, she is the one it is meant to be. Grabbed her by the arm and tried to drag her out. Oh. Hey, don't that sound like a Prince pickup line? <laughs> right. That's what shit he would say to a chick in the club. You are the one it's meant to be. And she'd come out. Yeah, Brutus. I think it was Brutus. I think it was Brutus. Yes. I did. I won't Talking lie. Last time I was in the bookstore, I did notice there'd be a lot of fine women in the bookstore, man. Fellas, don't sleep. I'm not single, but I'm just saying. I was in the bookstore like, God damn, really? Is this what a. Is yeah, this, they read, dog. They is, read. Is this what they hold them? Like, good God. They look like that. Yeah, not young adult, obviously, Chris, but I appreciate the warning. 
Um, all right, let me finish the article. Towards the door, several customers saw this. They heard her screaming, and uh, they intervened. One I spoke to a couple of those customers over the phone. They told me even after they stepped in, the man held on. He eventually took off before police arrived. Damn. So you just have to always be alert. All afternoon. I like how they picked women to talk to that have no chance in hell of this dude trying to abduct them. <laughs> I also don't feel safe. It's like I don't think he's at the housewives. He's at the mm. co-eds now. Yes, you'll be fine. You can keep shopping for I'll books. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't think he's uh, looking for women with uh, those holes. Those holes for people that smoke cigarettes, man. Uh, just uh, you, calm down. You're not on the list. Yeah, you calm down, man. You safe. We watched Gwinnett County police officers on alert patrolling the outdoor mall. Police fear the man is developing a pattern. They say he approached two more women since the bookstore encounter. Just last night, he approached another with another bizarre message. He felt that God had, had chosen her to be his significant other, his wife. And you were just here visiting. We spoke to one of those victims <laughs> over the phone who says at first she didn't think twice when a man drove right up next to her and began talking to her in the parking lot. If I were, if I were to say Police believe they're looking for a man in his 20s or 30s, five foot nine with black hair but balding. Now, the girl you just heard from over the phone, she says she was visiting here from Tennessee. We're going to have more at 6 o'clock on her encounter with that man, including what he asked her when he drove up beside her. For now, we're live in Gwinnett County. Now, I, I don't know the race of the man, but I have a description of the man, and I'm pretty sure I know exactly who this is, dude. Okay. Um, he has brownish skin black hair he's about five foot nine inches tall and could be in his 30s he was wearing khakis and a white shirt i'm pretty sure that it was my man it was oh wait this is not oh there we go it was my man here <laughs> You think he, you th y'all can't see him being like, God chose us to be together. Prince is four foot two. Oh, okay. Well, it couldn't yeah, have been I him then. Prince is short. Okay. Well, it must have been somebody now, else. Now, if they just said they had on heels and an outfit with the butt cheeks cut out, <laughs> I would say that's your man. But hey, we not got that description, no, sir. Well, she said when he drug her out the window, he said, oh, and then ran <laughs> off to the. I would die for <laughs> you as he floats away. Yeah. Um, I thought this was funny, man. Uh, apparently, Little Kim was talking some shit and had to retract it. Uh-oh, what'd she say? She's talking some shit about uh, Drake and, uh, you know, you know Drake and Chris Brown got into a fight in the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the uh, softest fight ever. Yeah. Um, doing their own version of hood ratness, I guess. And uh, ah! apparently, Little Kim was talking shit about him. Um she uh it says she was uh slamming drake over last week's nightclub incident with chris brown claiming the canadian singer is bitch made and a closet homosexual oh wow she said a direct quote drake's a bottom y'all know what i mean when i say that um <laughs> what I, what i <laughs> bottom of the pie i don't understand man what, what i know about drake is he is bitch made meaning he's an instigator and a pussy he had no issue stepping to little kim um, and I'm like five feet tall, but he didn't try to step to Chris, a man, because he's simply a coward. Uh, that was, uh, the, uh, rumor fix, I guess, of the magazine that reported that. Um, VH1 is reporting that Kim's publicist has issued a statement condemning the reports that the Queen Bee had harsh words for Drizzy, saying, just as an FYI, 
the article by the phoenix times is fictitious a fake a fraud end of story i'm not speaking on it anymore shaking my head at phoenix so i guess you must have been on twitter and shaking my head isn't that funny your publicist is releasing that as a fucking statement now wow it's not professional at all she's released a tweet like fyi we know everybody out here shaking my shaking my head in a fucking press release you know how it sound like a bird flying off when you send it away. She put SMH in a press release. Well, you know what it is. It's Lil' Kim. She don't have a publicist. That's just Lil' Kim's <laughs> other account. Right? She, <laughs> let me, she made up and works herself. Let me log into the publicist account. She, she like us. She doing it all. She working on Tumblr. She working on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all think I should go with a smiley face or the the angry face? Um, and uh, it's... She uh she also said uh, as it pertains to the story that was now this is written by somebody smart is it as it pertains to the story that was allegedly posted by the Phoenix Times I would like to inform fans media and the general public that fictitious editorial is just that my client uh this are this are real publicists my client did not participate in any interview with the Phoenix Times or anyone else for that matter as Kim's publicist I oversee all media matters and have never arranged anything with the Phoenix Times please disregard this nonsense and any other foolishness now that, yeah that was written by the real publicist yeah that person <laughs> got a check head, by the way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and snapping my fingers too by the way <laughs> rolling on the floor laughing <laughs> Look, come on, get the fuck out of here. Like, who really cares what she has to say about Drake? Real talk. It's right. Like, like, when I heard that this happened, I didn't think, oh my God, I wonder what Lil' Kim thinks about this. Actually, right. <laughs> Where's Lil' Kim? <laughs> we gotta hear what she got to say about this, the Queen Bee. Plus, I mean, that shit sound like she said it, man. Like, I don't. What's. Everybody <laughs> knows she has beef with Nikki, and Dr- Drake and Nikki are label mates. I mean, so it would make sense that she would say it. She's been looking for attention. Right. I mean, she's already won. Nikki, she's won the beef as far as I'm concerned with Nikki Minaj. Maybe not commercially, mm-hmm. but as far as keeping it real, because Nikki Minaj is uh, Cindy Lauper now. Yeah, she just. Wow. Yeah. Just wow. She's a pop star. Is there hip hop? Yeah, that's what she is. Yeah. She's a pop star. And I wish she would embrace that heterosexy versus trying uh, yeah. to tell yeah. everybody she. Hip, no, you ain't hipping and hopping nothing, girl. <laughs> yeah, she, she has no right to get upset. She yeah, right. she keeps doing all these fucking interviews. Like I'm bringing real hip hop. You ain't back. bringing no real hip hop with back. my with my new single, uh, Star Lollipop Girl. Come on, yeah. girl. All right, where you guys getting messages at right now? Where am I getting messages at? What you mean? Yeah, if, if I sent you a personal message right now, where do you get them at? Uh, I would get get it in Skype, I guess. If if you send, oh, okay, I didn't know. I didn't know if you guys were still over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can mm-hmm. see the Skype screen. We can yeah. see the Skype screen, sweetie. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, no problem, man. Um, yeah. Let, well, uh, Dark Haters got to roll out, man. Make sure y'all check out haterazi.com. That kind of defeats the purpose of why I was being so cryptic, but uh, oh, it's not. No, nah, man. We keep it up front with our art with our audience, man. They they understand how it goes, man. Um, but check out haterazi.com, man. Go check out his um video man go let us know what you think about it yes um, let us know and let him know too yeah make sure you e- hater Ozzy, what's your email for your show yeah a uh, hater podcast at gmail.com all right okay. make sure you hit up his email with your responses to the video not ours <laughs> his email about that all right so uh yeah hook him up man uh thank you for doing the show man thank you it. Oh, I, I thank you guys this was very fun chris it was very nice to meet you 
and uh, your listeners. Uh, you guys have a great audience. I, I, I still get people that come over and say they heard me on your show, and that's how they found me, and I really do appreciate that. So Yeah, vice, and, and vice versa, yeah. man. We're still constantly getting people that are like, I first heard about you on, on the Dark Hater show. Yes. So thank you very much. Man. Thank you, sweetie. That's what's up. Okay, you guys have a good night now. All right, You man. too. Peace. Peace. Right. Peace. All right, so uh, Chris, you want to stick around, man? Sure, yeah, I'm, I'm all here. Right. Here we go, man. Here's another article. No white, there's no white girls on TV right now. Oh, okay, all right. So <laughs> should be, should be we fine. should be safe. Romantic comedies don't start for another 45 minutes, Karen. Nope, not to the game. Exactly. All right, here we go. Kids left alone in a car in the middle of a busy Houston intersection after a crash. But it's where police say the children were found. The children's mother was found. It's really shocking. Local 2's Phil Archer is joining us live in southwest Houston with more on what happened here. Phil? Yeah, Bill, this was originally called into police as a naked woman in that drugstore. And when the officers got here, they found her. But what was worse is they also found her three kids in a wrecked car. Now, Chris, I want you to get your mind right because we're okay. officially entered Guest of Race territory. All right. All right. So this is going to be a Guest of Race article. So keep paying attention to these details. Okay. Naked woman in CVS, kids in the car. Here we go. 34-year-old Stephanie Dillard was wearing a jail jumpsuit today. White, all right. is charged with endangering a child after she allegedly walked away from a smash-up that injured her three kids Friday. According to police, her 5-year-old son, his 12-year-old brother, and her 16-year-old daughter were in the car with her when she collided with a metro bus near South Post Oak and Orem. All of the kids were shaken up and hurt. Her 5-year-old had a large gash over one eye, according to prosecutors. Police say Dillard simply got out of the car in the middle of the intersection and walked away. But she wasn't hard to find. She allegedly walked into a nearby CVS store and began to strip off her clothes. Oh, my. Uh, Okay, Uh article. And uh, Flash just crashed. But uh, Chris had already guessed. Uh, He's going with White uh, for his guess. Um, Let's see what the chat room has to say, man. If they had enough information there. Uh, to officially give a guest, man. Uh, I think I think that's about enough. Let's, let's see what they think. Um, let's see. Uh, we have bareback horse rider. I assume that's white. Um, former nudist camper, uh-huh. former nudist camper meth head, one who eats fried chicken with the bone still in. Um, white, serious right there. White naked deflated titty mother, Ritz. And I'm going with Caucasian persuasion. Correct answer, black. Oh, Whoa. yeah. Dillard, you know, yeah. Well, but you gotta think like the kids, like twelve, sixteen, and five. Like you, that it's not like they were toddlers. Like that's kind of mm-hmm. stupid on those kids, unless they were incapacitated. I don't know. Well, it is their mom. I mean, what are you gonna do? Leave mom at the store? Like you're only sixteen. No, no, no I mean like they could have got out of the car. Oh. Maybe not the five-year-old. Oh man, what the fuck is this story? Anyway, uh, nobody gets out of the car when they're when when you have a black mama though. You don't I know that. it's so. Like I don't know what y'all mamas was like, but uh, if my mama said I'm getting getting ready to go in the store, get naked and run around, my ass, uh, you better stay in this car. My ass would be in the car when the cops got there. That's <laughs> what, <laughs> that's where they found me. Yeah, I'm not even about to pretend as a like as an adult. I know better, but at 16, I would be like, yes, ma'am. Uh, have you know? I'll, I'll let you know in the car. I'll cops be right ride. here. Yes. Yeah. All right. We have another article. This isn't guess the race. This is just crazy. Here we go. And action. I think this is on. Hi, my name is Nadia Solomon. You may know me as Octomom. As a mother of many, I know things can be stressful. 
Within minutes, you're dealing with an unexpected expense. There are times when repairs cannot wait, utility bills have been overlooked, or a family emergency has put you in a tough spot. That's why I wanted to tell you about Octoloan.com. It's <gasps> Are you right. for real? Uh, mm-hmm. This is the outtakes on the commercial. It's like 20 more seconds. They're fixing their hair. Nadia Solomon. We know it's She's all stressed out. The camera's right in front of her face. Okay, quiet, please. And action. Is this thing on? Hi, my name is Nadia Solomon. You may know me as Octomom. Yeah, so. Wow. You heard it right. Octomom is now endorsing Octoloans.com, your source for uh, these uh, payday loan schemes. Uh, I just thought that was funny. Do, do you think that uh, Doc Hades' video was talking towards her? <laughs> right. I wish he had stayed because I wanted to ask him about that yes, shit. Yes, sir. I'm like, what would you say uh, about Octomom? Is she a hood rat destroying the community? Because I don't even know what I would she think is. he would say yes. Um, I thought this story was funny. Uh, this isn't Guess the Race because it's in the title, but uh, apparently a Chinese news station confused a male masturbation toy with a mysterious mushroom how did this happen uh it was unlike anything villagers had ever seen the young news reporter who arrived at the scene was quick to point out that the mysterious mushroom felt meaty (gasps) right picked it up with her hand karen on june 17th chinese investigative news program zion up close or cyan up close i guess uh, reported about a mysterious mushroom discovered in the rural parts of Liakumbu, uh, outside the capital of the Shanghai province while digging for a new well. Wondering what it was, the villagers kept this, their mysterious discovery in a bucket of water and occasionally poked it, that is, with their fingers. Sound like somebody hadn't been to adamneve.com. Then we dug up to, then we dug down to about 80 meters deep. We fished out this long, fleshy object, one villager told the reporter. It, it, it has a nose and an eye, but we have no idea what it is. Wow. The, the villager added that even this 80 year old neighbor has never seen anything like it before. All we can, as we can all see, this looks like some type of fungus on both ends of which you'll find mushroom head. On this side, you can see that it looks like a pair of lips. On that side, there is a tiny hole which extends all the way back to this side. The object looks very shiny and feels very fleshy and meaty, too. So they were looking at, like, the inside of a fleshlight or some shit, or I guess it looked like oh, yeah, yeah, that Dr. Suja yeah, Hansen. you got to uh, remember, they still got, like, villages and shit. So to them, they was like, what the fuck is this? They actually discovered a male masturbation aid. And the pair of lips represents a vagina, and the tiny hole represents an anus. <gasps> oh wow! Somebody's dick they was in that. Really didn't have no idea what they were looking at. Still, still, the villagers had their own theories, thinking that they had found a type of lingzai mushroom. Don't eat that! Please don't eat that. The reporter seemed to agree, adding that lingzai mushroom can be found in the region, even what even was a secret to longevity. They look like the penis. 
Uh, yeah. The news report quickly went viral in China and the rest of the Asia, of Asia as people online knew this was no mystery and pointed out that the villagers had discovered a sex toy. Uh, the show, however, issued a correction trying to pawn off the mistake on a reporter who was still very young and unwise of the ways of the world. Yeah, after, after they sent her ass out there to cover the story. Yeah. Okay. Even, and even though the reporter had a crew, an editor, a producer. Right? Yes. And they still put the story out. Right. So it's like, yeah, it was the reporter. She's dumb. Like, but what about you? Uh, don't stop looking at me. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was funny, man. Just looking at somebody's jack off toy. Um, did y'all hear about the dude with the hundred pound scrotum? I think we yeah. covered that story. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I think we talked about did it on the show that, before. Did I say that? She said, yes, I heard of it. Yeah. You, you, you said it fast. Yes, I did. Be sassy with it. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> what of them? <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, okay. <laughs> but, um, all right. So apparently, um, a Las Vegas man suffered from the, the, that hundred pound scrotum. So, uh, some doctor, uh, a doctor actually offered Wesley Warren Jr. a free $1 million corrective surgery, uh, as, as if he would give up the rights to his story. So like, I guess he could write a book or a movie or something. Mm-hmm. And um, a second daughter, doctor uh, agreed to waive most of the cost of the procedure, but Mr. Warren has not taken up the people on that offer. Can can he die from that? I mean, that something's maybe the way I'm looking at it. That's but that's a weight of a person mm-hmm. between his legs. Maybe, yes, maybe ladies like that. Y'all into that, ladies? I'm no. not. Little t- tumor scrotum up on me. I I don't, I don't want to feel like somebody sent beside me. No, thank you. Yeah. Well, I hope that would, when, get, that would get banned from X video. <laughs> I mean, hopefully when he's getting head, he doesn't go lick my balls, and then she's like, "Oh, that'll take ten to twenty eight minutes. I'll be back." <laughs> she would have to get like one of those paint rollers. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> the watermelon, the watermelon size scrotum Mr. Warren carries between his legs is landing him on the Howard Stern show. Watermelon. And the Comedy Central program Tosh.0 and made him a local celebrity in his hometown. Like, it's amazing to me that he likes fame more than living, get, more than something that would relieve his balls. Like, yeah. good grief, man. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that was crazy they turned down that surgery. I don't want to read all of that. Um, here's a sword story of sword ratchetness. A delivery man has pleaded guilty to slashing his neighbor with a samurai sword and admitted to hurting his pregnant wife who already had a protection order out against him. Wow. These sword motherfuckers have no cooth, man. Uh, Faisal Abu Bakar, 28 went to confront a neighbor he had suspected of reporting him for drug consumption. The man's wife was on the receiving end of Faisal's anger, who was drunk at the time, as the man was not at home. Well, you must have been right to report him. I mean, this is what you do when you get drunk, dog? It's a bad neighbor. Local news reports that Faisal got angry and shouted at Mrs. Widerwati. Widerwati. That's a weird name. Widerwati Che Muning, 36. When uh, she said her husband was out, the housewife tried to retreat into her flat, but Faisal took a black samurai sword. Why I got to be black and prevented her from closing (laughs) the door. Um, When she swung, when he he then swung the sword at her, cutting her hands and pushed her, pushed his way into the flat where he slashed her several times on the head, leg and back. A pregnant woman, dog. Uh. 
Mm-hmm. But, but but people gotta have their swords, right? Does this sound like some zombie apocalypse training to y'all? Sounds like yeah. an asshole with a sword to me. Me too, sir. Me, me too. Get these people locked up, get these swords registered, and get these people on the books, man. I wanna know who has a sword in my neighborhood. I know it's so. Um, but anyway, man, what a terrible person, man. Just wow, just terrible, man. Um the incident uh, happened um, on the corridor of a block of flats. Uh, the Straight Times reported the police seized three other ceremonial samurai swords from his living room. So he's keeping L's around because you know how you need those. Um, three days prior, he had slapped, punched, and kicked his own pregnant wife as she, after she refused to accompany him to the police station to settle his bail. This dude is a piece of shit, man. Wow. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, get into these uh, the other articles about guessing the race. Um, all right. The first one. William L. Wingador Simmons. What a name. Okay. Playing guess the race, Chris. Pay attention. During the 2005 Wing Bowl in Philadelphia. Okay. He won the Wing Bowl. A five-time wing-eating champion. Chicken wings, Chris. Known as El Wingador, real name William Simmons, is under arrest in New Jersey on a charge of cocaine distribution. State, state police, <laughs> state, state police say they have recovered eight thousand dollars worth of cocaine and four thousand in cash when they stopped fifty-year-old William Simmons on Friday in southern New Jersey. He was driving a Kia Soul. A Kia Soul. White. White. Okay, going with white. Uh, he, he went white off the car. That's that's really good that uh you know you you feel that on the car because there's a lot of uh things in here that I think uh might lead me to pick something else. But I hear you, dog. Red herring. There's a lot of red herrings in there. There's a. <laughs> I mean, his last name is Simmons. He eat chicken wings. He got a nickname. I don't know. Could be well, Mexican. Yeah. El Wingador. All right. Well, no, no, you stick with it. Stick with it. Police say a search of two homes connected to Simmons turned up more evidence. El Wingador has won Philadelphia's Wing Bowl in 2005 when he gnawed through 162 chicken wings. Oh, God damn. How many pounds is that? A lot. Wing Bowl has started as a way for Philadelphia sports fans to blow off steam before the Super Bowl and now draws thousands of fans each year and thousands of heart attacks. Simmons is. <laughs> yes. Simmons is being held on a hundred thousand dollars bond, um, and uh, he, he 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 his defenders office declined to comment. Chris went with White. Let's see what the chat room says for William L. Wingador Simmons. Okay, um, let's see here. Wings, Coke, Soul, Philly, Black, Tastically Black says Greg. <laughs> Leonard says Field Centipede Black. Uh, a Timmy the Two Shining White person says popson guido says i'm a comic nerd correct answer is white you was on it chris i don't know how chris got that one you two for two sir that's pretty tough i think it's it's a south jersey thing and then the wing competition like i don't think like black dudes we would we might be fear fearful of eating chicken in front of white people but uh it's just it's just the the competition thing uh kind of sold me on his wife. Okay. Alright, well still playing guess the race here. Uh 
the first legal test of Florida's new anti-bestiality law. Oh, oh, Are they oh, testing it? First of all, oh, Florida, you just got a new anti-bestiality law and it's getting tested? Wow. Oh, they Florida. They remixed the old ones? Like, what? No, <laughs> what they, they, they didn't have one before. I remember us covering oh. this. They oh, were, what were they molesting? Alligators and shit? I don't understand this. <laughs> alligators. Yeah, they was fucking alligators, Karen. Um, the law reveals, uh, it, it's got, it's got what would be called a Bill Clinton loophole. It, it looked like a 29 year old Tampa area man, guess the race, will be the first prosecutor under the new law when police say they discovered pictures of him engaging in sex acts with his girlfriend's three legged dog. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. wait. He humping a handicapped dog. First of all, Karen's right. The handicapped dog. Who's taking the picture of this? Like who? Yes. Sick. Like that's the type of person that you just wish that they would get like platypus aid. The person that actually <laughs> took the picture. You just want like who's who's okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> um. It says um. The uh, he discovered okay. So, but prosecutors say that while the new law prohibits sex with animals, it doesn't necessarily outlaw bestial oral sex. <gasps> oh, <laughs> you got to be that specific to prosecute people to tell people not to fuck with animals. Well, I, I guess uh, for every dude that's ever uh, got caught cheating and said, it, "I didn't fuck her; she just sucked my dick." Uh, I guess now that loophole is officially uh, for Florida law too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so uh, that doesn't mean he's getting off scot free though. He still faces child porn charges because you yeah, know. He's not oh, off scot free. He's got he got off dog free. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say dog porn charges. Now I that. So, uh, Chris, you going with white? Uh, like it might be white or Hispanic. Is that racist? Yeah, well, all the guests are racist, racist. But you going with what? What what race you going with, man? I'm gonna say white. All right, going okay. with white. So all the white people that date Chris, remember this. Um, Dad says, <laughs> Dad says white. Uh, I'm a comic nerd. Says dog fucking dirty machete carrying musty corn smelling ass Haitian. Uh, what a name! Someone said the dog should have stood his ground. That's good. Um, only <laughs> had three legs. Uh, tooth, toothless meth making cheese eating white person. I decided not to say honky and nigga and cracker no more on the show. It's too bad. Uh, Wizite, Puerto Rican who will fuck the dog, then eat it. <laughs> That's so fucked up. That's terrible. <laughs> Why? Glass smoking cheese head. Correct answer is white. So Chris, Aww, Chris, Chris, you are on the roll. No, he three for three, three for three. Yeah, yes, Chris right. is three for three right now, man. All right. Um, this one is not a guess the race, guys. It's just funny. Uh, the Shepherd Express and the Onion are iconic Wisconsin publications, well known for their alternative views and humor. However, when one man's wife found issues of the two papers in his trunk, it incited an incident that could very well be mistaken for a headline on the Onion. A fifty-six-year-old. Minamani Falls woman is charged is facing charges after she allegedly attacked her husband for having copies of the Shepherd Express, Shepherd Express and the onion in the trunk of his car. Lynn M. Rasbornik was charged in uh, the county court uh, with one count of disorderly conduct and domestic abuse. Uh, on May 19th, the victim's car was parked in the driveway. Um, 
and Raz Barnick was going through the trunk when she found copies of the newspaper. She came into the house and confronted her husband about the papers and then attacked him. Well, she don't like to read. I don't understand her angle. The man said his wife considers those publications pornography and that the issue has been around in their marriage before. Wow. If that's pornography, I would hate to see real sex then. Yeah. The, I wonder what she means by she the issue's been around in there, in there before. She means the issue of the magazine or just... Probably so. Um... Anyway, man. Um, but they, the issue with sex, I mean, come on, she mad about the magazines. The victim was able to get his wife to the ground. Then he wanted to leave, so he let her go and went to get his son's guitar that he was going to borrow. <laughs> well, why get greedy? Get the fuck out the house, dude. Um, she then grabbed a vase and tried to throw it at her husband, but he was able to grab her arms and stop her. She began to flail her arms and scream before running out the house to the victim's car to take his cell phone, a notebook with his driver's license, and a credit card inside, and a Starbucks gift card, and his handicap placard, placard. Oh, he'll be sure he wouldn't get in the way. Uh, he's handicapped? Um, anyway. Maybe he had a handicap. Yeah. Thing to go yeah she took that shit. She's like, you won't be going nowhere, and you definitely won't be parking too good. Uh, while talking with the police officer, she said her husband had attacked her, but she kept scratching and poking herself to make the injuries more apparent. Oh, she was crazy right. as shit, dog. Yeah, it's a Fruit Loop. I don't have a picture, Chris, so it's not guess the race, but I'm damn. guessing white too. I'm with you, Chris. I'm gonna guess. Uh, I'm guessing. Oh, I'm guessing whatever the race of the woman in a uh, thin line between love and hate, because that's, that's the shit she. She's black though. Yeah, that's the shit she was last- doing. The last name is like uh, like Polish or certain, something like that, like a Europeanish last name, and it's in Wisconsin, like Menominee, Wisconsin. Mm. Well, the officer told her to stop, but once taken in for booking, she continued to scratch and twist her arms to make it appear that she was injured. Damn. Um, I thought this was just weird, but I don't know if I support it or not. There's a gym that's banning skinny people from being members. Oh, what? shit. It's uh, plus size only. Oh, they was like, we don't want nobody intimidated. I guess, I guess the big people are like, look, we tired of y'all skinny bitches coming up in here, making us look, making us feel bigger than we already is. We know y'all eat them Nutri grain bars and all that shit. We know that. We got we ain't this big for no reason. Tired of y'all. Band them. All right. Well, I, yeah, I don't know where it come down on this. Um, I just thought it was funny because it seems like a bad business plan. Yes, it yeah. is. Like if because she, the skinny people keep y'all in business because you know they come in. Right, and if, if somebody's fat and then they start losing weight, then it's like you graduate from that gym. It's like, no, you got to go on the goals gym now. <laughs> yeah, so that's crazy, man. It's like a, That's actually funny. It's like you come in, it's like, hey, you know what, Ron? You've been working the plan, and uh, it's good to see you. I mean, you came in here, and you yeah, lost we, uh, 150 pounds, and uh, it's going to be sad to, to see you go. Yes, but, uh, and uh, you know our goal, we, we don't accept anybody under 150 pounds. You're right, right at 160. So we just like, you know, 10 more pounds, sir, you know, we, we're not going to be able to allow you. You know, you're going to have to hit the weight scale every time you come in. You right. know, we, 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 we don't like anybody falsifying their documents. I like the idea of you like trying to scan your car to go in the gym and it just doesn't work all of a sudden. <laughs> like at your job. Like when they let you yeah. go and they don't tell you they deactivate like, your badge. No. Yeah. Like you run your car, it's like, you know, the person before you is like, beep boop, beep boop. Then it gets to you, it's like, 
Like, oh, excuse me. Um, my car didn't seem to be working. And then uh, she actually, and she it is working. You seem to have lost weight, sir. I'm gonna need you to go up to the front office. And yeah, and then and then like, check. We're gonna need you. An enemy of the state. It's like all your shit. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna like. We're gonna need to for you to weigh in. In order yeah. to let you back in here, just be sure you meet the quota. Chris, I'm going to need you to talk a little bit louder, too, you man. You sound far away, yeah, babe. Yeah, you sound kind of far away. Oh, um, okay. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, you sound better now. Um, okay. All right. So the next article, this is back to guess the race. Um, this man was a, yes. a psychic. I don't know if you believe in psychics, Chris. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm in the middle on the fence. I don't really, I don't think of well, psychic Carl Lang persuaded two women to strip naked at seances to enhance their spiritual powers. <laughs> wow. Uh, white. The woman, the women in their twenties wanted to contact dead relatives. <laughs> you think he was a mentalist, Karen, or you think he was a real psychic? Uh, I think a real psychic. He was like, I, uh, I, I think the mentalist would have did a better job of talking them out their clothes. Well, he did. I mean, he got them out their clothes. He was. You think he was like, uh, well, uh, someone close to you died. It was a uh, person. Am I right? Am I right? I, Am I'm I right. Yeah. Okay. I'm right. You got to take off your socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, the person had ears. Right. <laughs> yes. Now, am, I, am I right? Am let's I right? uh, okay. let's see. You know the spirits uh they they seem to be unwilling to come out. I I feel like I need to I need to see some titties and uh that'll that'll help with the séance. Your aunt your aunt your aunt is saying something about vagina? I I can't make it out. Take off your underwear. Let's let's see what's going on. Um the women in their 20s wanted to contact their relatives and it was alleged that Lang 49 told them they had to be naked as the spirits are naked. Uh, you think he kept his clothes on? You know he did. It was also claimed that Lang told them to send him naked pictures of themselves and to carry out sexual acts as it will boost their psychic powers. Yeah, uh, it's a word. That's, that's, that's what we're doing now. It's word. not It's not strong enough. I need you to. It's not working. I'm not I feeling need you, it. I need you to suck on her titties. It's the only way the ghost will come out. Make it official. Uh, the first alleged victim was 27, which I think he should get off for that. Because that's too old to be falling for <laughs> right. a trick like that. Right. In 27, he should go scot-free. 18, that's your fault. 21, okay. But, you, but you, your ass been around the block too many times. She told the jury she wanted to contact her father who died 10 years ago. But at that session, she claimed Long told her that he was the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. Speaking video. And your ass decided to stay. Speaking via video link to avoid seeing his face, she told Newport Crown Court, he reassured me that we were doing what we were doing was completely normal. I felt uncomfortable, but he said I needed to be spiritually cleansed. And to do this, I had to strip naked. Carl said that if I ever told on him, I would never be able to speak to my father. I was vulnerable and brainwashed and he knew it. Uh, Prosecutor Matthew Roberts said it was a say that again, Chris. Chris, that's stupid. Yeah. Yeah, she is pretty dumb. Uh, Prosecutor Matthew Roberts said it was a cruel trick. He was a sexual fraudster. That's a new word. Say anything like Napster? I guess so. And he conned them. Lang of Newport denies 12 charges of causing women to engage in sexual activity without consent. The trial will continue. Chris says, white. Let's see what the chat room says for the race of this man. Cucumber sandwich eating Caucasian. I like that. One who used the experience as a plot for a Skinamax movie, White. <laughs> Last Avatar, Ass Bender, White. 
<laughs> That's a good one. Voodoo chicken bone shaking Haitian black person. Uh, so yeah. Someone's got something against Haitians. In yeah, someone yeah. keeps saying Haitian over and over. The correct answer was white. Yes. Maybe you thought somebody, it was. Somebody bought a bad Y Clef album. Just fucking <laughs> right. They just angry, angry at the world. Yeah. Um. All right. This. This uh this happened in St. Louis. Um, a man was walking his dog in a downtown park, and he got beat up uh, because his dog defecated near a girl who was lying on the grass. The gentleman walks his dog twice a day along the barriers of the park, said eyewitnesses. Uh, the dog look, goes to the bathroom every single time near that tree. It happened around 11.15 Tuesday morning at Lucas Park. A place where loft livers walk their dogs amid homeless, the homeless who are resting under shade trees. Um, so you going with white for the victim or white for the person who beat them up, or both? Dog walker was white. Okay, okay. all right. But what about the person that got person that beat them up? Uh, let's see. Police say a 38 year old dog owner got into trouble when his dog relieved himself in the vicinity of a girl lying on the grass. The girl's father and the dog owner exchanged words. Police say the dog owner. Uh, called the other man a racial slur. Other men in the park began to gather around. <laughs> uh oh. I, I like that. I, I like, like the way you read. Other people were gathered around. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, you other think that? You think it, that looked like the racial slur right. that the guy called them. <laughs> you think it was the. You think it was, I had to leave some details out, but you think it was like a. Uh, it was like a school bus fight. It was like, oh, oh, no, it was like fight, fight, fight. Both fight, of fight. both of them looking at each other like, but I'm 38. You're gonna have to fight today, dog. <laughs> we ain't letting you leave without a good fight. We taking it back to preschool. Um, according to the police, one of the men grabbed a metal piece of rebar and st- struck the, both the dog and the owner of the dog. What's a rebar? It's this uh, metal. Like I had to show you it, but it's like this thick metal, like substance but it's pretty easy to pick up it looks kind of like a crowbar okay but uh it's it like goes in the side of a uh, like cinder blocks and shit like that to hold up uh sturdy construction um police um before police could arrive the attacker got away police say they have no leads to his identity the father of the girl who was lying near the dog is charged with peace disturbance i guess for cussing dude out peace disturbance and then the you're other- disturbing the peace you and your damn dog we went to search uh, for a bag to pick up the pick the manure up. He was never given a chance. They thought he was walking away. Police say the the dog had a minor injury. So uh, let's guess the race, uh, Chris, of the person who uh, walked the dog. You said it was white. What about the person who beat him up and was called a racial slur? Oh, the other probably like. Are you guys still there? Did yeah. I lose you guys? Nah, uh-huh. we, can we, you hear us? Can you, can you hear us? We can hear you. Can you hear us? Okay, I think we. Yeah, now I can. I think we kind of. Yeah, I can hear you guys. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Thought we were on Prometheus right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, what do you think, man? What about the race of the person who was called a racial slur? Probably like ah, like like black or Mexican. All right. Okay. Going. Let's go to the chat room and see what they like to think. Timid ass level thirty nine white mage that lives in the mother's basement. I guess that's for the uh, for the dog walker. I'm assuming so. Uh, yeah, I'm saying, guys, you gotta be guess the race of the dog walker and the person who beat him up. You gotta guess both, guys. It's a little harder. Uh, Casper, the ghost transparent cheese eater, and the attacker was a black licorice candy. Hmm. That's uh, interesting. Greg, Greg says the other guy was hungry, Asian. 
trying to say we eat the dog, I guess. And Aww. the dog walker was white. So, all right. The correct answer for the dog walkers is we don't seem to be getting any other guesses is uh, white. And the person who beat them up, black. And the other people in the park, black. I don't know what that dude was thinking. Yeah. How did he think that was going to go down? Yeah. <laughs> he freaked the fuck out, man. Wow. Um. All right, man. Um. And and the last story is actually a sore ratchet in this story. Um. But it's also guess the race. Um. Apparently, a Pea Ridge man is being held in the Santa Rosa County Jail after he threatened deputies with a sword and a knife. Deputies responded. Oh, wow. Deputies responded to his home at 10 p.m. Thursday after dispatchers reported Paul David Kelly, 43, had called several times reporting that someone was filing false reports against him. According to the arrest report from Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office, uh, they advised me that there was not any current reports against Mr. Kelly. The respondent officer wrote, "Dispatch told me Mr. Kelly had become very agitated, cussing them and saying he was a former Marine and he was going to pop some rounds." When deputies arrived, Kelly emerged from the garage of the home, welding a sword and a knife. After refusing to drop the weapons and continue to approach, he continued to approach the deputies. Officers used a stun gun on Kelly. Uh, so I guess he was stun gun Kelly. <laughs> uh, initially, he he dropped the sword. He held onto the knife, so deputies used a stun gun again. A deputy was then able to remove the knife from his hand. What? He was taken into custody. What's, what drugs was he on? Uh, uh assaults. Uh, cause when your uh when your uncle told us about his stun gun incident, that yeah. shit don't sound like that shit was good. He was like, I was screaming, and nothing came out. Kelly was initially uh, transported to medical center in Milton, where his blood alcohol content was found to be sixteen point eight. Got Yeah, yeah. or point one six eight, which you know. No, that's no. still high. Yeah, which is like twice more than twice the legal limit for driving. So I maybe that's what he, he was need on. To be dead. That's high. He was on that alcohol. So Chris, guess the race of uh, Stun Gun Kelly, man. I think white. He's like I'm over. I was a marine. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think of Tobey Maguire in that movie Brothers, that Danish remake. Yeah. Let, let's check the chat room. A PTSD confused cannabis black man. <laughs> Stun Gun Kelly voted for Bush. I'm assuming that's white from Mind of Gabriel. Uh, gun told NRA membership having Romney supporter. A brother named Will Montgomery says from the Jacks. Uh, Gulf of Mexico swimmer. He made that name up when he got his papers. <laughs> um, uh, old white people call the police about false reports. So I guess he's saying it's a white person. Uh, liquid sword swinger black. So, yeah, correct answer is white. A white man. Yep, yep. He was acting a fool. I knew he was white from the fact that he was stunned three times and not shot at all. Three times in the row. Yeah. After three times, you're out. Niggas don't never get that many chances to fuck up. If they were like stunned, then shot. Or they were like shot first, then stunned. Yeah. That might have been another story. Even if the stun gun don't work, if you black, you need to go down because bullets are next. I know it's so. All right, man. Well, that's it for the Blackout Tips podcast today. Our guests were uh, comedian Chris Lamberth. And, uh, you know, you can find him at on Twitter at Chris Lamberth. Uh, you can find his Tumblr, chrislamberth.tumblr.com. Um, you can also find him on YouTube, Chris Lamberth Comedy. Check him out. Um, the other guest uh, who had to leave a little bit early was our man, Mr. Gates from the Dark Hater Show. I mean, from the Haterazi Radio Show. Uh, find him on Stitcher Radio, uh, iTunes, all that good stuff. Um, 
make sure you guys uh go check out his video man and get a, get the full picture and see if he's uh you know was was he talking crazy or was or, or did he make some sense you know i'll be interested to see what people think about that me too um but yeah make sure you guys go check that out um he's on twitter he's at hater Rossi. he's on uh I, itunes of course and he's also on uh youtube uh it's youtube.com hater Rossi one yeah he's on stitcher radio also yeah he's on stitcher now too uh the podcast is sponsored by shadow doll productions all their audio plays go to shadowdollproductions.com slash apgrid.html buy something it helps them support our show we appreciate the people that take the time out to do it um because they take the time out for us also sponsored by adam and eve just make sure you guys put in the code tbgwt at the end when you go check out and you'll get 50 percent off of one item and you'll also get three free adult dvds free shipping and a free sensual gift that i can't even tell you about Mm-mm. follow us on twitter i'm at rodimus prime I'm say that again that is in dat and the show twitter is at tbgwt Go to theblackoutiltips.com. You know, donate, subscribe, go to the store, follow our Tumblr, add us on Facebook. Um, you can do all that stuff from one place, theblackoutiltips.com. You can even w- listen to live shows there. The next one will be 10 a.m. Saturday morning. Um, you know, make sure you leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We will read it on the show. Um, donate your account. Donate your account dot com slash tbgwt uh you can call the show 704-557-0186 talk to us live saturday morning or leave a voicemail throughout the week email the show the blackout tips at gmail.com um and uh i think that's about it for now um make um, sure you guys check out our uh guest spots we did another uh we did a review for prometheus last night on spoiled movie reviews yes so make sure you guys check that out and um of course all that um information we've we've already given you but um it'll be in the guest spots yeah, too. yes it will and while rogers talk about spoiled movie uh review yes we did prometheus uh spoiled movie review is a podcast that me and roger do with uh chris and Kev from insanity check and brandon for west my 48 Acres. It can be found on iTunes, uh, Stitch Radio, and Lipson. Uh, we have a Facebook, a Google Plus, a Tumblr, and the uh, uh, Twitter account for it at Spoiled Movie Pod. We want to hear from you. Our email address is at SpoiledMovieReviews at gmail.com. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We also have a Donate Your Account at DonateYourAccount.com slash Spoiled Movie Pod. And Spoiled Movie Reviews can also be found at uh, MovieTrailerReviews.net. All right. Well, um, that seems to be it. So until next time, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Album on hold, whole world on hold. The crowd is like hold, operators like hold. Man, now ain't that cold. I'm just trying to talk to my homie that's up in the hole. And home girl not trying to be a hoe. Even though she on the pole, can she get a second chance? No. Whoa. Like the opposite of gold. That ain't how it's supposed to be. A butterfly. But for the sake of rhyming, let's just say butterfly ye. The truth sings like Muhammad Ali. I tell him, tell him, don't homicide me. I'm just a little old hope with his back against the ropes. Fighting for his fans and fighting for his folks. But the booze from the crowd can become so loud. If I can block him out, then I can knock him out and dance around the ring. But until then, I'll see. I'ma keep it cool and I'ma do me. It is what it is and it's how it's gonna be. Until I get there. Until I get there. Yeah, I got flaws. I know I'm not perfect. Ups and downs, soon be worth it when I get there. When I get there. Oh, oh. Doctor, doctor, please. The fame ain't painless enough. Now-
That's cause you ain't famous enough You got a little game but your name ain't ringing enough He said take two of these, put some change in my cup I said I wasn't poor, he gave me some more Prescribed me a publicist and pointed to the door Out, ouch I'm telling you this all from my therapist's couch Tell me about your mother, what she's all about Prescribed me an interview and then told me to bounce Damn Jeez, the world is so cold I'm glad I bought these skis Went right off of the bunny slopes and right into the trees Blended unconscious, they rushed me to a concert Instead of green jello and maybe chicken soup They fed me magazine covers and video shows I'ma keep it cool and I'ma do me It is what it is and it's